Hey everyone, it's Colin here. We uh, had a little bit of technical difficulty this week. Uh, nothing major that we couldn't work through. But for some reason, the recorder lost the very intro of this episode. So I'm going to kind of do an impromptu by myself intro. Uh, hi everybody, welcome back to episode 35 of the Simply One Podcast. I'm your host, Colin, and I'm joined by my co-host, Chris. How you doing, everybody? <laughs> That's what Chris sounds like. Uh, so this week we decided that we were going to talk about... Uh, our favorite horror games. It was originally supposed to be like best and worst, but it kind of just evolved into our favorite horror games. So with all that said, I'm going to kind of just drop you guys right into the action uh, and I hope you enjoy. It's still going to be Halloween week when this comes out. We're actually recording this on Halloween. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the best and worst horror games of all time, uh, as well as we're going to Towards the end, <laughs> talk about our little exclusive experience That's as right. uh, beta testers for the Outlast Trials, which we just on a whim applied for a few weeks back while we were recording another mm-hmm. episode. And we got approved. And we got approved and we got to play it. Uh, and before we get into all that, we do have to talk about a fair bit of news. And actually, Morgan has joined us for the news because uh, there's a story in there that I think is near and dear to her heart and her genitals. Yeah. She so, stopped eating. <laughs> she's she's on strike. So uh, we start. We're going to start off the top here with uh, James Gunn assuming a CEO position at DC. Mm-hmm. We actually got the trailer for the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun little timing on that. that yeah. Uh, apparently, it got leaked, sort of, uh, which we'll talk a little bit about. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and so uh, then the Vision is getting a series that's in development right now for Disney Plus. Sounds pretty interesting. Is it picking up? Do we know anything about it yet or no? Well, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll, talk, yeah, we'll, we'll fucking talk out. about <laughs> you it. fucking strap in, Jump girl. on the gun. Yeah, you chill yourself. Marvel and EA have reached a three-game deal uh, for Marvel characters. Yikes. And Henry Cavill is exiting The Witcher Season 4 <laughs> at Netflix. <laughs> so It's been like that nonstop. <laughs> yeah, it's getting a little bit aggressive. So if you guys are ready, we'll just fucking jump right in. Yeah, let's do it. Are we going to jump? Oh, how high? <laughs> I'm jumping in head first. I'm right. still in for those who don't know. We can't know because we don't record uh, visually. I am currently wearing a Nacho Libre costume still. Yeah. That I wore to work. <laughs> for the record, he is Hispanic. I am. I am uh, Mexican-American. And he do you also wanna, has... Do you want to do you want to tell that? Yeah, I do. So <laughs> Hold on. I just need you to know that he also has quite a bit of facial hair that he has shaved off. Yeah. To be the mustache. Yeah, I have, to do I, the mustache I, and it's... Really freaking me out. Yeah, I typically have a beard, but I, I shaved and kept the stash. And <clears throat> yeah, I went to work and uh, my, you know, my co-worker was dressed up as Chewbacca. He just had a onesie on. and uh, But I got, the, I got the full get up. I got the boot covers. I got the tights. I got the, the spandex underwear on top of it. And I got a skin to- uh, skin-toned uh, like spandex shirt, you know, so I, I could, you know, look like... I'm shirtless. Right, without being shirtless at yeah, work. The cape, the mask, everything like that, the full nine yards. And um, yeah, we made it, you know, I didn't want to go unlock the door. And he said, well, I'll go unlock the door if you get the first customers. And I said, I don't care, that's fine. And so he went and unlocked the doors and did all that. And then he let the first guys come in. They saw his costume and started laughing. And that quickly changed, stopped. <laughs> and when they saw me, and uh, to my eyes, just these two hard motherfuckers and who just happened to be Mexican. And they, they were not impressed with the with luchador. The luchador. Um, you know, and so they came in and I was talking to them. And, you know, they, they just came in for uh, to make a payment and stuff like that. And, you know, just bullshit. But, yeah. you know, uh, 
it came up and they're like, so we got a Chewbacca. What are you supposed to be? And I was like, oh, I'm a, you know, Nacho Libre, you know, the luchador. And the silence just kind of said it all. And uh, he was just like, yeah, I'll be paying cash. You should have ripped off the mask and been like, I'm Mexican. <laughs> I am Mexican. I don't know, man. I didn't want to say nothing. <laughs> I was just like, I just want to get these guys out of I'm, here. I'm not a white guy pretending to be Mexican. I am a Mexican. I, I, am, I am Hispanic. I, I am yeah, one of you. My hand of God. And then my other experience when I went out that to the bar. Do you want me to tell that or do you want to hop in the news? We'll just jump into the news. Okay. Yeah. yeah. A lot's happened with me in this Nacho Libre outfit. Yeah. A lot of people uh, misassuming your, your race or your nationality. Yeah. Which or is, my religious beliefs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they, they just know. I ain't something work quite right about that boy. <laughs> something going on with that one. Yeah, I'm not sure what he is, but I don't like it. He's different. Yeah. So right off the top, like I mentioned, uh, DC has finally found a CEO that they've been searching for all summer. Yeah. Uh, by bringing on James Gunn and Peter Safran as co-CEOs and co-chairman. So James Gunn obviously has built his relationship with uh, DC starting back when he got fired from Disney for a short while mm-hmm. uh, after his his like 10-year-old tweets came out. And uh, he just got signed on to direct and write and direct The Suicide Squad. Uh, and so he did that and actually took his success with that and spun it into a series for HBO Max called Peacemaker yeah. about one of the characters. Which I haven't watched, but I heard is very, yeah, very good. I've heard it's very good. I do want to watch it. Um and then Peter Safran has produced several of the uh, DC movies of the last decade. Uh, yeah, you know, he has produced several of the DC films last years, um, including uh, The Suicide Squad. And he actually has worked alongside um, mm-hmm, James Gunn quite yeah. a bit. Uh, he, he he produced that, like I said. But he also, I was looking on his uh, you know IMDb, he has producer credits on something called James Gunn's PG Porn. Oh. And it was from like 2008, and it was some TV project. Hmm. And so they've worked together off and on for quite a long time. Um, and obviously, just based on their roles and their experiences that they've had, James Gunn's going to assume a more creative role uh, in his position, and Peter Safran will be the more business production side of things, which makes sense. Yeah. That James Gunn's a creative, you know, he's a creative thinker, a creative head, and, you know, Peter Safran, he knows how to be a, a producer. So yeah. I think that's a good way they to do... They each know their strengths, and yeah. they said, you know, let's just focus on I mean, the strengths. And they're both going to di- uh, directly report to David Zaslav, who runs Warner Brothers Discovery. And, you know, we've talked about that they're looking for their Kevin Feige. And when you think about it, Kevin Feige is kind of a unicorn insofar as he's a passionate fan who's also a very creative writer mm-hmm. and, and, you know, um, story you know, border. And he's also a very gifted producer. Yeah. And it's kind of hard to find both. So they just found two people who already have a good working relationship together that can fill both roles. So, mm-hmm. um, And apparently, I thought it was kind of interesting. Apparently, they were in talks with um, a higher up at DC for a big chunk of the summer, even while Dan Lin, who was a, a producer that was in the running for the CEO position, uh, was like all in the news as, yep, Dan Lin's the guy. So I think it's kind of funny that like while well, everybody thought it was him, <laughs> actually, <laughs> I uh, I read that I you know I actually got the position for CEO, but I I did turn it down because it interfered <laughs> it with the podcast. D- it didn't pay enough. Yeah, <laughs> just mm-hmm. you've grown accustomed to a certain lifestyle. Yeah, absolutely. No, but um, and I did like uh, you know when they were premiering Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Uh, the news had just come out as well, mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't catch which publication, but somebody asked. Um, Kevin Feige, you know, hey, what are your thoughts on James Gunn being announced as the CEO of, of DC? And he was like, oh, dude, like he was basically super happy and actually found out 
pretty early that James Gunn had told him like, "Hey, I'm 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 gonna be this right." And uh, I think the I didn't write down the quote, but the phrasing was roughly basically. I don't know how he's going to find the time. You know, he's like, you know, we've got a, a killer holiday special coming out this year. And then Guardians of Galaxy 3 still in production later next year. And he goes, but after that, you know, more power to him. I'll be the first in line to see what he makes. You oh, know? yeah. That's and, super cool that he's supportive yeah. of it and everything. And, but yeah, but I like that he's like, don't forget about Marvel. Right. Yeah, he's he's got to get his Marvel shit done. Yeah. But after that, yeah, I'll, good. I'll go see what yeah. he's making. Yeah, I, I'm excited to see what he does. Um, and yeah, so that was pretty nice. And then, like I did mention, uh, apparently Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday special, um, I like that you just didn't say anything on that news story. <laughs> I was just listening. <laughs> yeah, I know. You assumed audience member position. I did. I was just staring your, at you. Yeah, you had a hand on your chin and you're just listening, looking back and forth. And like, I had thoughts, but I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. really? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, I'm just here listening. As, you're here as a microphone, baby. You can actually chime in. Oh, wow. I've, <laughs> I've grown up. Yeah. What'd you think about, about those two being CEOs? I, I think they'll do great things. I love the... Things James Gunn does because he's not afraid to go like outside the box, like what you think it should be. Mm-hmm. Like with this, when he did the Suicide Squad, yeah. Like you had a thought, okay, this is what it's probably going to be like, and then he went so far past that, yeah. Just with all the characters, like um, Polka Dot Man, yeah, turned out to be a really powerful. And he character. had yeah. he had mommy issues, yeah. And that one scene in the club where everybody's just his mom, yeah. And I I think it did something that. Um, and it's true of his work with Marvel. Yeah. Of he has a a feel to his work. Yeah. Where like it has his thumbprint on it. Oh yeah, that feels like James Gunn. Yeah. Um, and you figure I kind of think about that with like this most recent phase. I saw uh, an article today where somebody was talking about like phase uh, phase four has had a lot of misses, but it's also had a lot of swings that have been pretty decent. Pretty decent, and like yeah. they've been needed. You know, yeah. they needed to take swings. And I mean, you figure they pointed out some of the horror elements of like Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness, um, full on, like exciting fan service that worked in like Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I forget what two of the others they showed uh, Werewolf by Night on there. And then yeah. like Loki and things like that, where there's things that were a little bit, you know, WandaVision, a little outside of their box. And but I like were that. Successful, yeah. yeah. And, and you know, going forward, yeah, they can still. I think this was a good phase to do that in. Um, and hopefully, speaking they're of kind, James Gunn, they're testing the waters. Yeah, exactly. Before they get into whatever the next big arc is, they can kind of take some some swings. But hopefully, James Gunn being somebody like that um, will rub off on DC, and we get to see some. You know, where I think he will be somebody that can go. <laughs> This bitch needs a shakeup. You know what yeah. I mean? And, yeah. and effectively, yeah, because obviously he's a massive fan of. Comic books, comic superheroes. Books. So he's able to see, okay, so this may be the classic, but we need to add a little something to it. Yeah. I mean, he even talked about that with uh, Starro being the villain, just a giant starfish yeah. <laughs> being a villain in, in the Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. that that was actually a comic book character that he read or saw when he was a kid, and the idea freaked him out. Yeah. And he was like, so he used them, you yeah. know, and so it's obviously he has knowledge of comic books and especially with something like Guardians of the Galaxy, which is a little bit more, you know, before the movie came out, the general people, you didn't know what yeah, no that idea was, who they were. you know, I'm excited for, uh, you know, cause in like the suicide squad, very gory. Yeah. Graphic. You know, and, um, and the language was there and it had his humor. Right. And so, and you can tell like with, especially like the Guardians of the Galaxies, there's, a, they tease it. There's yeah. a little yeah. bit of that. It's right on the edge. Right. But it's Marvel. So yeah, they got to use it. PG-13. Yeah. He's got to use it, you know, keep it to a certain extent. But with yeah. DC, it's kind of like, 
yeah. that baby do your thing. Right. Well, I think that could potentially be DC's angle is yeah. this is more for the adults, you know, which is fine. <coughs> yeah. We've been saying. Yeah. Cool. Good. You know, because Marvel definitely casts a wide net. There's a reason it makes, you know, two point so seven billion dollars at the box office. It's because it is rated E for everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone can can access it. Not to change uh, the subject real quick, but going back to your guys' very first episode, yeah. the Batman, mm-hmm. I encountered my first person ever who hated that movie. What? I was at work a couple weeks ago. I think I told you about yeah. it, Colin. But I must look like someone who loves... So they could th- talk about that with who, you. Yeah, because he just walked up to me and asked me if I was excited about Black Adam. And he said, and he said that he hopes they do a better job with it than with the new Batman movie because it was awful. And I want to go, dude, did we watch the same movie? Yeah, we're Because yeah, that movie fucking, was fucking awesome. Yeah, that was what a fucking banger. You're talking about Batman v Superman? Because <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was not great. Yeah. Not that you're wrong, but yeah. box office but, says otherwise. Well, and not that you're wrong, but you're in the minority. Yeah. 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 You're fucking wrong. I was yeah. like, <laughs> I kind of stopped the conversation because I'm like, Okay, so whatever I'm about to say to you is Isn't, totally yeah. going to go no. off. Yeah, I'm not trying to have a debate with someone yeah. passionate. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I was just, I just kind of smiled and nodded and walked away. <laughs> I actually had to tone down my my nerdiness at work today because somebody, one of the girls that I work with at my new job, was like, "Do you like uh, superheroes?" And I was like, "I didn't want to be like, are you kidding me? I have a superhero, like a, a comic book movie podcast. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we predominantly talk about that stuff." But I was like. Yeah, I, yeah, I do. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah they're all right, you know. And she was like, "Oh, who are your favorite superheroes?" And I was like, "Buckle up, you're asking a hard question because uh, I like a lot of them." It depends like, on the so genre we're talking. You just got to stick with like a like a, a rated E for everyone answer. I was like, yeah. "Well, you know, Spider Man, Batman, you know." And I kind of just I wear Batman earrings, mm-hmm. so I kind of gestured to my earrings, and she was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah." You know? And I'm like, "All right, yeah, I can't start being like, well." <laughs> I'm really a fan of um, Moon Knight, but only in the comics that I read recently, which is coolly. <laughs> She'd been like, Moon Knight? Who the? She's like, my boyfriend really likes the Thor movies. And she was like, but I only watched, uh, we, we've been watching Thor 4 a lot recently. And she's like, I love the goats. You know, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I too love the goats of yeah. Thor 4. Yeah, I was like, I but... know. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm a, the, go- the goats do carry the movie. Yeah, they and, are. Uh, they I are am a Captain for. America fan. They are the goats. They're the goats. I'm all about America's ass. But yeah. uh, <laughs> but talking about Marvel, uh, no, we yeah, the the holiday special. Yeah. Um, it it leaked a little bit where apparently it, it came out on Disney Plus earlier than it was supposed to, and then it was like pulled down pretty quickly. I feel like I saw that on Disney Plus, but, and I was like, well, that's odd. But people were like, oh fuck, and so then like it wasn't it wasn't released through any official Marvel. Um, channels mm-hmm. until James Gunn just was like early Christmas present and he tweeted it out like here's the trailer yeah. you know because he's like I mean it's already, already it's already, it's already out out, there. you know and uh, someone lost their job when that happened so I mean it's a pretty brief trailer um, and it's coming out earlier than I thought it would it was like what November 26th I think yeah, yeah. I thought it would be a little I thought it'd be into... closer to Christmas no um, I did I thought it would be a little bit closer to Christmas I mean you figure even um, Werewolf by Night was what the like second, second week, week of, of October? October. Yeah, yeah, it came out pretty early. Yeah, I don't know. My, my personal opinion, and I've heard it's very different for everyone else. Yeah, I think Halloween is the month of October. Like that is Halloween, and then as soon as you hit November, I'm like, it's Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving is kind of its 
its own thing almost. I well, and I start to listen to Christmas music a little right. bit, and then December hits. Well, I'm you like, do oh. realize that tomorrow everybody's gonna start playing Christmas music. Oh yeah, I Walmart already has all the Christmas decorations out. Yeah, but no, my my thought is you got the twenty five days of Christmas, right? Wait till December, then you can do Christmas I'll say, stuff. Yeah. Even if it's like December 1st, it's yeah. still the month of Christmas. Yeah, they could have put it out on... Oh, in fact, they put it out on October 7th, uh, World by Night. Yeah. Um, but they put... Uh, yeah, so it's coming out November 26th. It was a pretty short trailer, about a minute and some change. Um, but the general story seems to be that Peter's still really depressed about, about Gamora being gone. Dead, technically, but he kind of got her back, but it's not his Gamora. I'll say right. it's not his girl. And, and she ran off somewhere, yeah. but uh, which I'm sure is probably going to be a plot thread of Guardians 3. But um, and, and basically, the rest of the Guardian crew are kind of like, man, you know, I heard that back on Earth, it's, it's Christmas time. Yeah. And uh, maybe we could cheer him up if we went to Earth and got him a Christmas gift. And they're like, all right, yeah, word, <laughs> let's do it. And so Drax and Mantis seem to be kind of like taking a lead role. Mm-hmm. They kind of were the stars of the trailer. Which I like because yeah, I like to I, like I want to yeah, see more of them. Dynamic duo is great. Yeah, and, and so they go, you know, what if we got them something really special? And they're like, or someone, you know, and they fucking go roll up to Kevin, Kevin Bacon's Bacon. house and are like, <laughs> we're looking for the legendary Kevin Bacon. And so Drax is like, we are here for the legendary Kevin Bacon. She's like, no, I, I said that, and he's like, he couldn't hear your mousy voice or something yeah. to that effect. <laughs> yeah, you know? he's always dogging on him. Yeah, and Kevin Bacon is literally watching them on his camera and is like. And they just come bashing through his front door, <laughs> yeah. carrying a Christmas decoration. And he, I think it's like one of the giant candy canes. Yeah, you put like in an the front inflatable yard. candy cane or something. And, and then, yeah, it seems like they're basically like, you're coming with us. And it's very you're much a kidnapping. <laughs> it's very much a kidnapping. And I just love the idea that actual Kevin Bacon is now in the MCU. Yes. Uh, as Kevin Bacon. And I saw a bunch of memes where like there's the whole six degrees of separation or six degrees of Kevin Bacon where... <laughs> Basically, you're no, you know, Kevin Bacon is no less than six or no more than six people away from anybody. Sure. We're like, you know, I could connect myself to Kevin Bacon through six people mm-hmm. is the idea. And it's oddly true. Like, it's very hard to not get there in six people. Well, and so now they're like, oh, dude, now it's got to be like two degrees of Kevin Bacon because <laughs> he's in the MCU, you know, through way of the. If you get into a guardian now, you've got him to end game. You're you're connected to pretty much everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but uh, we got to see a quick glimpse of Cosmo the the dog. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, which is cool because she's only been in like post credit scenes really yeah. for for the two Guardians movies. Um, and it, we got a, a weird look at Groot where he's mostly adult, it looks like, but his head still kind of looks like baby Groot. A little smaller. Yeah. You can tell that he's probably a young adult. Like Yeah, he's like early 20s. Early type. 20s, yeah. 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 He's already graduated high school, but he's not out of college yet. He's not yet. quite there yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, he was still teenage Groot in Endgame, and now he is full. Man uh, Groot. Full, full man Groot. Is she licking the floor? The dog's just cleaning the hardwood floor for us. Hey. See how offended she was? I nudged her and she just looked at me like, are you fucking me? But, uh, but yeah, like I said, pretty short trailer, um, but I'm excited for it. Yeah. I kind of am interested to see like what other special presentations Marvel does going forward. Um, you know, because they've so far they've been holiday themed of like Halloween and now Christmas. And it's like, are they going to keep doing holiday special presentations or I just? Would, I wouldn't mind to see other ones like werewolf by night i'm not talking like it's got to be halloween themed mm-hmm. but i enjoyed like the gore of it 
Yeah, a just little bit more. Because it was it was different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I guess like we were talking about big swings. I want them to take more swings. I uh, I want to see it. it. Could even be a short, but I know we were talking about it of uh, Ted and uh, Jack. 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 Yeah, going, going to, to get, get sushi. sushi. Yeah. Yeah, they need to bring back. They could do it on Disney Plus. They could. They could bring back like the uh, Marvel one shots, mm-hmm. where it's like fifteen minute short film. Could yeah. do it on Disney Plus. Yep. You yeah. know, instead of being a DVD special, I'd watch that a, shit like yeah. forty times. Kind of like, like back, how they got back. the, uh, you know, I am Groot. Or yeah. yeah, I am Groot is a bunch of shorts, and they've got a few Disney Plus series like that that are just little shorts. Yeah. They could just do that. Film them while you're filming the movie. That you're doing, yeah. You know, it's just the them doing everyday things. Yeah, you know they gotta go buy shampoo and stuff. Right. Yeah. Show us, show us what the grocery store looks like in Marvel. Uh, so moving on, we've got uh, the Hollywood Reporter uh, is reporting. Oh, what they reporting? Which is their job? It's right there in the name. <laughs> what you order? <laughs> Fish, Fish fillet. fillet. <laughs> uh, no, but they are reporting that the Wandavision lead writer uh, Jack Schaefer is going to lead the writers' room on a Vision series titled Vision Quest. Um, but, uh, yeah, we don't really know much about this series. In fact, it hasn't been like Marvel confirmed yet. Mm. Uh, but basically it's going to follow up, uh, WandaVision. It'll be a continuation, probably following that white vision. Right. Yeah. And now that he's kind of <laughs> deemed ship of Theseus. Yeah. Naturally. naturally. Yeah. And, uh, and it is going to be, uh, Paul Bettany reprising the role. That's really like the only details we've got is that yes, Paul Bettany is still vision and it is after WandaVision. And the guy that made WandaVision is making this. And that's it. No. Uh, but none of those sound like misses to me. Yeah. You no. know? No. WandaVision uh, was Was really excellent. good. Yeah. That was a very Welcome solid open pass. Gas. gas. I'm above all that shit. No, it's gas. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, like I said, not, mu- not many details, but I just thought that was something worth pointing out because I've been wondering. I kind of expected to see him potentially in like a post-credit scene for Doctor Strange or something like that. And uh, nothing, nothing, not a fucking peep. He's just out there. There's a fucking android out there. Goose egg. <laughs> Big zilch. It's not like he can hide. He's right. just white. He's a fucking, he's a white android that can destroy everything. Like anything. Yeah. With a blueberry on his forehead. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to stick uh, out in the crowd. Yeah. Unless he's, well, unless he's he, learned how to change himself. I was going to say, yeah, because the other vision learned how to do that. Yeah. And so, I mean, this one here. Might be already knows how to. Paul you know, Bettany. Yeah. Mm, or he's, just, take, or he's he, just taking a long nap in a cabin. Somewhere. I wonder. So it's vision quest. I wonder what his quest is. What if his quest is to get Wanda back? What if birds aren't real? What if his quest is to find the nearest Burger King? Oh, Ooh, that's fuck. the quest I'm looking yeah. for. Yeah. Not a sponsor, but their new crispy chicken sandwiches. Fuck. Their spicy chicken sandwiches slap. We have a dog that discovered a new that he bone. Can slide a bone on a hardwood floor, and he loves it. Yeah. We try to hide them sometimes. Yeah. But they're just such a good distraction. I'm just going to hide the dog in a bag. <laughs> nope. In, in a river. In the ground. <laughs> he's about five seconds from being locked outside. No, I love him. Yeah, he's a good boy. He so, he's my best um, boy. He's like just I, happy to like be I here. Like I said at the top, Marvel and EA have signed a three-game deal that's going to start with the already announced Iron Man game uh, that is being developed by Motive Studios. So Motive has worked on Battlefront 2. Which wasn't solid at the start, but I don't know what their their contributions were. You know what I mean? Sure. Star Wars Squadrons. Haven't played. Which I haven't played. Kind of flopped, but I heard it was pretty all right. Yeah. Uh, and the yet-to-be-released Dead Space remake, which looks promising, but 
it's pretty easy to make a game that's already been made. You know right. what I mean? Uh, so who knows? You you know how like how much I'd stroke Iron Man. I'm oh, yeah. not excited for the game. No, I don't think Marvel makes good video games. Well, so this isn't Marvel making the video game. Yeah, but like any like Marvel. Let me. Uh, all the games you listed off were not, you know, game of let the me year hit you nominees. With a few words here: Spider-Man, PS4. Okay, well, yeah, that's different. But like Miles Morales and the, the Spider-Man Two, like <laughs> it's a PlayStation exclusive for one. <laughs> right. But being developed by Insomniac Games, a very strong developer. Yeah. Yeah. And Motive so far has not proven to be a strong developer. And so. like even because they just made a. a uh, it's not an Avengers game, but it, oh yeah, the Avengers. Oh, is it? Is it the Marvel's Avengers? the Avengers? It yeah. wasn't good. No, it wasn't good. It was and a games as a service, and it was very empty and boring. Yeah, and like being Iron Man in that sucked. So hopefully they learned from that. And I mean, this isn't that was um, who the fuck was that? Sega could have been no THQ. I don't know. It was all dog ass is what it was. <laughs> it was bullshit. Let me see here. Marvel's The Avengers video game. The Avengers game. Jamie, pull that up. Yeah, let's find out. <laughs> uh, so I can't be reached. What the hell? Uh, let's see here. Just shows it how is, good that game was. Yeah, that it was like, don't make me. Square Enix, that's the one right there. What'd you call me? Square Enix. Oh. Isn't that one of the companies that made like Kingdom Hearts and stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts is good. Kingdom yeah. Hearts is the best. Kingdom Hearts is a big, convoluted, fucking bloated story. I'll tell you that right now. Whoa. You know what you can do? Ligma. Host a fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah. Guess Thank you so much. Guess who's got the, <laughs> guess Have a good got day, the everyone. fucking the mute buttons for y'all's mics right here. <laughs> Straighten up or get off. No. Uh, <laughs> the power of the sun. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Don't cut me off. Yeah. Unlimited Power! But yeah, I mean, not, not again, not much to say there. Just, okay, we are getting three Marvel games. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, they end up good. I mean, because my, my thought is, all right, EA, Marvel games, eh, right? Neither of those sound like winners, but let me put you with this one. EA made Jedi Fallen Order. And EA struggled with Star Wars games until they made that one. That's true. So, I mean, th- there is potential for... For success, I want it to yeah. be good. I don't want it to be bad, but uh, but we'll see. So, any thoughts before we move on to the the, the last story of the the news? That I really hope the games don't flop because I'd like to see them do <sighs> yeah. something. Yeah. yeah, I got a feeling it's either going to be re- like somehow they're going to blow it mid. out of the water. It's not, yeah, it's not going to be in the middle. It's going to be yeah, great it's or awful. Or shit. Yeah, it's either going to be a big old disappointment or a welcome surprise. So, let's see here. So, uh. Henry Cavill has exited the Witcher series on Netflix <laughs> after the yet-to-be-released third season. And Liam Hemsworth has already been confirmed to star in the lead role of uh, Geralt of Rivia. I, I cannot see him no. as the new Witcher. He, and uh, So he's going to be in the fourth season. The third season is uh, yet to be released. Yeah, it's already been filmed. They started filming it back in March, I believe. Yeah, so it's done filming, but this will be his, his last. His last. And uh, and potentially, uh, you know, like I said, Liam Hemsworth will be in the fourth season and potentially beyond. Um, there really has not been much said about what caused the exit. Obviously, people have been. Oh, I I uh, actually know. Well, hold on. Okay. I, okay. I, I, I probably have it written down. Okay. So, did you get? Did you see it on Twitter? No. No. Mm-mm. All right. So, uh, yeah, many are assuming that has to do with his recent return to DC mm-hmm. as Superman. 
but also, there's a lot of talk that uh, that Cavill, who is very passionate about the source material, yeah. the books, and the video games. Yeah, he's uh, a major nerd when it comes to The Witcher. Has been pretty unhappy with the way season two and season three's stories have gone, uh, even into the point of, uh, apparently, the showrunners like haven't read the books and aren't really being being that... Uh, careful about the the source material, and there was actually a very recent interview before this news came out where Henry Cavill said something to the effect of um, basically that because there's a seven season plan for the showrunner, mm-hmm. yeah, and he was fully committed to that. And his quote was, "As long as we can keep telling great stories which honor Sapkowski's work, who's the author, uh, basically, I'm on board as long as we can keep doing that." Well, he's off board, which yeah. means that he doesn't feel that they're doing that right. And so I'm sure it's a cross between because he also then gave an interview here very recently after his announcement that he is officially back as Superman, that he was very excited to tell a uh, a joyous story of for Superman. Yeah. And so, you know, they must have I'm wondering if it is tied with James Gunn getting the CEO position that like they're starting to bring him in that, hey, we've got a story lined up that we think is a good Superman story. Which we were just, you know, getting, I believe, yeah. was it last episode? Last of, week or the yeah. week prior. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, he's, he plays a good Superman. He, he just, just needs, needs a good, a good story. story. Yeah. And, and so I'm thinking it's a combo of getting a good thing dangled over here and not being happy with what was a passion project for his, for him, kind of just not being taken passionately by anybody else. Right. Uh, which is a shame that, yeah. that he that he feels that way because it was I mean it was a big thing for him yeah. of like yeah he was so excited to do it because like you said he's such a big fan yeah. of the books and the games and essentially the whole Witcher universe yeah. where like he was the guy on set reading the book and like quoting book stuff to people yeah. of like well you know in this in this book he, you know there he says this and that's very Geralt you know right. and they're like. And you know what? Shame on Netflix. You can't take something that's as big as The Witcher and then not expect fans or someone like uh, Henry Cavill, who is obviously a massive fan, to not say something, to not stand up for it. Right. It's not not some little book or game from some indie company. Right, yeah. This game is massive. It's It's a massive book and and it's a massive game. You'd think for as big of a nerd as Henry Cavill is that they they would listen. Right. Or that they would even have someone on set... Or maybe, you know, have the showrunner read the books, play a right, little bit of the right, games, yeah, you right. know, well, and learn I mean, something about the Witcher universe. Take a look at any of the internet reaction to Liam Hemsworth. You know, Nobody's to the, to, happy. To the, to the leave is not, and then the entrance. Yeah. Nobody's happy. Um, and so it's like, I feel like this show's going to flop. Hard. You had a ma- I bet it doesn't finish at seven seasons. No. No. no it no. doesn't. Figure, first of all, Netflix does not do more than four seasons for most shows. I say what? Stranger, Stranger Things, Things is just had going their on four. five. Yeah. yeah. And they and said that's that, their final. That final. And that's yeah. their yeah. biggest show yet. Yeah. That's, that is their moneymaker. Yeah. Um, and, and then you figure you've got a show like you, which is pretty cheap to make because it's not, you know, it's not special effects heavy, anything like that. It's, it's a guy who's a stalker and a serial killer. Yeah. And it's going on its fourth season. Uh, and it's, it's, right. it's an odd one out. You know what I mean? They do not do several seasons of shows anymore. Yeah. Um, and, and so, yeah, I think it's definitely going to be on the chopping block. I would not be surprised if the fourth season flops and, and then, then they go. Canceled. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, they had star power on their on their side and they squandered it. And I can't yeah. wait to see uh, Superman. Well, su- well, yeah, I am excited for that. But Henry Cavill, I want to see his reaction when they cancel that show. Yeah. Do you think he'll say anything? Yeah, he'll be he'll be tactful. He'll be polite. And not British. to sound like, you know, a normal female. I I haven't read the. I, I haven't read the books, but I have played the games. Mm-hmm. But you figure you played a portion of Witcher Three. 
shut up. <laughs> there are women out it's there. It's enough to get her going. Exactly. Yeah. There are women out there who are probably watching this show just for Henry for Cavill. Henry so you know what? When they see Liam Hemsworth and they're like, I mean, you figure the books. And I don't want to see him. I'm not are watching this. For their sex scenes. Yeah. And then they see Henry Cavill on there, and they're like, oh. Fuck. Like I said, you get him dirtied up. Like the very first scene in the first season of The Witcher, he comes up out of that water and he's just go. muddy and sweaty and just dripping. And every female out there was like, oh my, can I call you daddy? I was wanting to call him daddy. Yeah. <laughs> you get him dirtied up, he can move nations. Who knew Henry Cavill had that dog in him? <laughs> Liam Hensworth dirtied up. You're like, oh, you need to take a shower. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just comes on screen and... Oh, you stink. You smell like ass. Go shower. Ah, damn. Someone hose him down. You know? <laughs> Throw some powdered chant, some delousing powder out on like prison in the 60s, you know? Let me get that funk out of here. <laughs> get that. Get him out of here. All right. Any more thoughts from our resident uh, passionate person here? I don't believe so. That's all I have right now. All right. Well, handshakes. You're out of here. I'm out of here. Yeah, appreciate you joining us for the news. I'm gonna go. Beat it. I'm gonna go kick some dogs. Just beat it, beat it. No one wants to beat it, beat it. That's copyrighted. You better be careful. Uh, it wasn't 30 seconds. So yeah, we're gonna talk about the best and worst horror games. Uh, we'll say of all time, but it'll probably basically end up being of the, like the last 25 years. Yeah. Um, because that's really kind of been when horror games have been genuinely horrifying. So. Uh, I figure we'll do this kind of like any of our other listicles that we've done, mm. or we'll kind of just bop back and forth between the two of us. Mine are more predominantly best, uh, just because I had more that came to mind from that I could talk about. Sure. Whereas, like, I think for me, quote unquote, worst horror games are just nothing, you know, where you're like, eh, it just wasn't scary. Sure. You know, um, I, do you want to start one off? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, the, the first one I'll talk about, um, no, not the... It's a nice easy way. The first Outlast. Yeah. That was one of the, the first real scary games that I was old enough to really... Not old enough. I mean, I was already <laughs> old, older, but like yeah. I was like, you know what? I want to really sit down, play this game, and enjoy it for what it is. You right. Know? Um, and so, you know, really good. You know, the story is, of the first one at least, um, you work for the press. Yeah. And you're, yeah, you're going to see... Yeah, and you're going to this, uh, you know, mansion. Yeah. In the manor. Uh, it's like abandoned psych ward, basically. Yeah. And uh, you know you're just seeing what's going on, and there was yeah, uh, been hearing, there was know, something going on. I can't remember. It's yeah. been a minute since I've played it, but there's something going on. Yeah, and, you got a lead on something. Yeah, and you're going in there, and then shit just breaks Pops loose. Off. I mean, in just that beginning scene when you first are you know climbing into the building and you get in on the top floor. Yeah. And you know you see uh, what's his name that pig man. Yeah, the big and, yeah, butcher he guy. Pushes you off the ledge and everything like that, and. You know, or, or when you're walking in the room and you see one of the SWAT guys, you know, with the the giant stake in his chest, yeah. he's you know trying to grab you, yeah. know, you know, get you to leave, and yeah, I mean, just you know, when I when I first played that game, you know, just oh my, the sheer panic and fear. I mean, I I, I pissed myself. I peed a little bit. I, yeah, I'd be lying if I said it didn't. Um, yeah, no, Outlast one. I think so. It kind of grew upon uh, another one that I'll touch on in in, in the in my list is I mean, uh, Amnesia: The Dark Descent. But so amnesia really kind of popularized or started that idea of like taking combat out of a horror game. Yeah. Really adds to the horror of like feeling defenseless and like your options are hide. Yeah. Right. I think the the quote that I saw on actually on Outlast Trials Steam page, pretty sure it said something effective like 
hide or flight basically were your options because you're not going to fight these guys. Mm-mm. Like you're, you've got to get away. Yeah, you've got to either hide or run. Right. Um, you know, which and brings a level, a certain level of like you feel so defenseless. Yeah. And which adds the horror because it's like there's nothing I can do. Right. I am powerless. It's just it's out of your hands. Yeah. And, and you know, it gives you really good moments of tension of like hiding under a bed mm-hmm. and seeing their legs walk back and forth where you're like, fuck, any minute now they're gonna they're gonna see me, you know. Uh and and it does kind of remind me of Amnesia the Dark Descent, which is a game that I've got on my list, mm-hmm. where, you know, the idea of taking combat out of a horror game where, you know, typically you had something like um Condemned Criminal Origins has has some combat in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, like the Resident Evil game, Survival Horror typically sure. has combat in it. Yeah, and you're like, well, you know, in in those games, if you strategize well and and save up your your ammo and things like that, you can feel mm-hmm. safe. Yeah, right. And there's no safe here. Your safety is running, getting away. Hopefully, not Hope. being caught under Hope. the bed. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and yeah, so I I agree. That's a, a solid solid first. Uh, first one there yeah now tell me a little bit about uh amnesia because i've i've never played never it. played it so it actually it came out i didn't write down the the years of it here but it came out uh back in like 2008 2009 mm-hmm. somewhere in there i think and you start off as a uh you're it's you're like you're in a castle and you're mm-hmm. in, you've got amnesia you don't mm-hmm. remember why you're there and you start finding a bunch of letters seemingly written to yourself you know but by you mm-hmm. and uh so obviously you don't remember why you don't remember and so you're kind of uncovering some some story as you're going along and you're wandering through this castle trying to figure out what's going on how to get out things right, like that right and uh there's these creepy monsters and it actually has <clears throat> sanity as like a, a thing you have to manage like your health mm-hmm. uh where like there's the double-edged sword of being in the dark for too long lowers your sanity and then when your sanity lowers you're more likely to get attacked by the monster. Sure, which makes sense. But also, if there's a monster nearby, you got to turn your light off, otherwise it'll find you. They'll see you. Right, and it has no combat. And it's some of the similar things of like running, opening the door, close the door behind you, get under the bed, hide in a closet, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Um, and honestly, for like a, um, you know, at this point, 10 to 12-year-old game, Pretty decent graphics. It's, hold, it's holding up good. Yeah, it holds up well. Um, it's actually, it got really famous on um, YouTube with like <clears throat> Markiplier played it. Mm-hmm. PewDiePie played it. Um, and on the computer, it had a bunch of like uh, custom stories, basically, sure. where people could mod it mm-hmm. and just make their own levels, essentially. And so then that became popular of like PewDiePie playing custom levels and things right. like that. But it really did kind of create that sort of like, <laughs> the screaming head YouTuber, basically, right. like you know, are they ever reacting at the horror of it? Things like that. But it does genuinely have some good scares in it. Where you're like, I remember when I first tried to play it was about that time mm-hmm. when when it was getting big on YouTube. And I was like, oh, I want to play that. You know, talk my dad into buying it and things like that on Steam. And like, I I didn't beat it. I didn't play it long enough to beat it until like much much later. Right. Where I was like, all right, I'm a big boy now. <laughs> you know, I can I can play this, you know. And and I wasn't young when it came out, but mm. I was like, oh man, there's just something about and it's that type of fear where like your face gets hot. Yeah. You know, you get that jump and then your face gets hot mm-hmm. and your gut sinks and you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you just opt out, right? And and yeah, so it's really good for that. And I actually have another game by that developer on the list uh, that I want to talk about later. Yeah. 
You were talking about sanity, which uh, made me think of the, one of the ones I wanted to talk about, and I'm not mm-hmm. sure if I want to make it as a, a good game or a, a game that I was rather disappointed with, um, yeah. and I, I am curious about your input on it. Phasmophobia. Mm-hmm. So Phasmophobia scares the shit out of us when we first play it. Yeah. And then it quickly, quickly loses, that. loses it, and it turns yeah. into a, this is an objective, this is what yeah. we got. But, you know, with the sanity, uh, you know, dep- Phasmophobia, ooh, I don't know when it came out. But phasmophobia is basically you are a ghost hunter. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, and I think it came out end of twenty twenty. I, I I think it's fairly. I remember when it's we relatively saw new. it. I think it came out in in the fall of twenty twenty. Yeah. What I want to get, I'm curious. Do you think I'll be able to hook up my VR to it, or do I have to buy phasmophobia for the VR? No, it's because when you launch it, it's got option of regular or Steam VR, and you we got Steam VR to work on your headset, didn't we? Yeah, because we got it to work for the force the for a, yeah. a, a second. It got too too choppy, too choppy for it. Um, but hopefully, maybe I'll try Phasmophobia. We should. I'll, we should. I'll try that. I want to try Phasmophobia. Get an Oculus, dude. You do. You really do. Black Friday's coming up. Yeah, because I want to play Half Life Alex. I'm a massive Half Life fan, and I've heard that that's a very solid uh, a VR game and a very solid Half Life game. Mm-hmm. But I digress. Mm-hmm. Phasmophobia. No, yeah, phasm- So yeah, Phasmophobia is you. You. Know, you're basically like this ghost hunter, everything right. like that. And uh, But one of the things is you do have sanity. Yeah. And as you kind of uh, tinker around and uh, uh, tamper with yeah. the the spirit or the demon, the ghost, whatever it may be, uh, it starts to drop your sanity. So like yeah. I know if it's a poltergeist and it starts moving shit around, yeah, your, your sanity, sanity starts drops. to drop. Yeah, basically witnessing ghost events. And yeah. Seeing the ghost. And like you know, as, as a... And being in the dark. Yeah. And as, a, as you lose your sanity more the ghost starts to hunt, hunt more, more often um, and be more aggressive but yeah. um yeah so you know that game it's you know it, it's so tricky because they had that hollow you know the halloween update which yeah. was really good yeah we played it hard for a moment for maybe like a week yeah and then we kind of fell off we haven't played it, it since being scary. Right? yeah and, and it, but it then, stops being scary fast it does because it quickly turns into okay objective as long know, as it's not hunting it's not really a risk right and uh, you know, we found out how to go in there, get the first piece of evidence, leave, go back to the to truck. Up the, the difficulty, because I know that like the difficulty that we typically play on has like a five minute grace period. Uh-huh. And I think what we're doing is we're giving ourselves a grace period, going in, finding the ghost room. We're getting uh, too good for that easy mode, right? We've got the, the 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 pacing down, and I know that on the higher difficulties there is no grace period. As soon as you start, it can potentially haunt. My only thing is like when it does that. Because even with the five minute grace period, it's it, too hard sometimes. It's because they, you know, they just won't be responsive, or there's not enough clues. Right, and then it just turns into what the boring. Fuck we're, I'm sitting here for 45 minutes, and I don't. And I, yeah, yeah, we're, it, we're both sitting one. in the truck, one. you know, looking yeah. at cameras, like there's no ghost orbs, nothing's going. Like, what the hell are we doing? What is it? And then it's like fucking 85 percent of the time we get the ghost wrong, yeah. but we'll have solid evidence. Yeah. Yeah, so then we don't get paid big bucks for it. Right, and then it's like, all right, well, uh, well we just blew all of our cash last round trying to bank yeah. off of it. So, yeah. And so that's why I'm kind of like, it's... There's it's, something there. Yeah, there's something there, but also... Give us a Phasmophobia 2, you know, where yeah, you improve upon give us a little more <laughs> something to it. But they are still treating it as like an early access game insofar as they do keep updating it. Yeah. And yeah. so I think that's it's definitely the kind of game where... Maybe we don't play the next few updates, right? And then we go, and then we jump, I, and then and that's kind of what we've done. Where we're like, oh, they added quite a bit. We yeah, should play it, yeah, you know. Yeah. And then you jump in, and you're like, yeah, this is totally different. I will say one of the biggest things I do enjoy about Phasmophobia, and I I I remember like even on the first time we played it, maybe the first or second time, 
um, when you're walking outside and you first enter the building. Yeah. And, you know, because you, know, you can hear crickets, you can hear, you know, background yeah, and noise. Then just, and then it just silence. And, you know, we have not a sponsor, Razor. Uh, Headphones, but it has like that surround sound. So I mean, as you're walking in, it literally just from the front to the back, yeah, just gone. And that, yeah, that always did the, you know, made me get the chills and stuff like that. And I mean, we've talked about this, and I think we'll get into it later. Uh, Co-op horror is really hard to pull off because there is something about having your friend there for support. Yeah, you know. Uh, it is scary. Like I try to play Phasmophobia by myself, and two it's, things happen. It's very scary, but it's not fun either because you don't have you don't have someone laughing at you screaming. Right. You know, I got another one, but you know, say yours after. Yeah. You know. Um. So I kind of uh, alluded to it. There's a game called Soma, mm-hmm. which is by the developers of um, Amnesia, mm-hmm. and it is kind of a pretty interesting one where basically the setup is you go, you wake up, and you see that like you've got antidepressants and things like that, and you've got a doctor's point that you got to get to, mm-hmm. and it's all first person. And sure. So you go to the doctors, and they're going to do an MRI, and you're going to be like a test subject, basically. You're doing some, you know, um, whatever's wrong with you, uh, you know, you're doing experimental treatment, sure. right? And so they're going to do a brain scan, a full brain scan, basically take a copy of your mind, and then you you close your eyes, they do the scan, you open your eyes. And you're in a totally different environment. You're mm. in like this rusty kind of machine punk looking. Okay. Where it's very like gritty, dark, yeah, dirty uh, technology. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> basically what happened was uh, it, you're, for all intents and purposes, that, that stream of consciousness has time traveled only because in the very, 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 very far future, we are in like apocalyptic, the world is ending mm-hmm. and humanity has built an underwater base to hide from whatever the, the thing is, right. right? Whatever this disease or whatever it was. And they have androids and robots and things that they can upload the mind to. Mm-hmm. And something or somebody uploaded that brain scan to a, to a, a machine body. Yeah. And so it's that weird stream of consciousness where, that that brain scan remembers that person's whole life, right? Ooh. And then now wakes up in this situation. And so the game does a very good job of using that existential mm-hmm. feeling of like what is it what does it mean to be conscious? Yeah. Right? And actually makes that something scary to think about. I think therefore I am. Right. And so it's like, yeah, like that, like I said, that stream of consciousness had a life that went on without it, right? For all intents and purposes, there's now two versions of that person. The person that got to finish their life and die, and this person that woke up in this robot body in a horror game. Would you put your conscience to a machine if you could? Well, so that, I don't know. That's one of the, it, as the game develops, I kind of want to spoil it because the climax of the game is like the, it spoil leaves it, you. Spoil it. I'm yeah. interested. I'm going to spoil it. Yeah, yeah, tell me. So basically, <clears throat> spoiler alert, big spoilers on a, it came out in like 2019, 2018. Mm-hmm. It's very good. You should play it. It plays similarly to uh, Amnesia, mm-hmm. but um, it's definitely, it leans more on the story, I think. Sure. But so you go along, and there's a part where you can't get past this. Basically, that you've reached an impossible barrier. Mm-hmm. I can't keep moving. But there is a room here where we can make another copy of your mind, right? And transfer it to the robot in the other room there, oh. and then keep moving. 
And uh, you do you, that a couple times, I no, imagine. No no. no, 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 no. You do it this one time, and the AI that's kind of guiding you tells you what's going to happen is we're going to take another scan of your brain and upload it to that robot over there. And somehow the question comes up of, so what happens to this body? And he goes, well, it it keeps existing, right? It's just another copy of your consciousness, your consciousness, right? Ooh. And he goes, well, which one will be me? Will be me, right? And the AI is like, don't know, Bob. So you sit down and you do it, and you do wake up in the other body over there. But then the body that you left behind is going, no, wait, it's supposed to be me, you know, and it's freaking out. Mm. And now that robot's trapped there, and it still has that consciousness in it, Oof. right? And so it's like, ooh, that's goose pimply, right? Hey, right. And you keep moving. And so what humanity d- disagreed upon and, and decided on, like a large portion of them were like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to create basically an indestructible black box computer. Mm-hmm. Build this fake world in it. That'll be heaven, essentially. It'll be paradise. We're all going to upload our brains to it and then shoot it off into space. And that's kind of how humanity will survive, right? Okay. We're like, physically, the species is going to die. But we'll all get to... And so you get you find out through context that like the, the civilization that you're in really started to disagree on that, on like, maybe it's best that we just die, yeah. right? And so there was that that divide, right? Well, your mission is just to launch that into space. Upload yourself to it and launch it into space. And so at the climax of the game, you do that. And that same question comes up of, I'm going to make a copy of this consciousness, put it on the black box, and launch the black box into space. Right? Well, so you do that, and you don't wake up in paradise. The stream of consciousness that that is, quote unquote, you, that mm-hmm. you're following, is stuck. Right? And it's that really, like I said, it's that dread of like, what is what is me? Right. Right. Because there's now a me in that black box that gets to exist, but it's not me. Right. I don't get that. Uh, that makes me uncomfortable. I don't yeah. know. Like it's. Like I said. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's got techno horror in it. where like, there's gross, weird, like bioorganic stuff that that's creepy looking and mm-hmm. there's a monster that's following you. But the part that really st- that sticks with you are those existential moments of like, what does it mean to be me? Oof. And I was like, that was something about it that really stuck out to me. I was like, man, what a try. I've not seen a lot of games do something like that, where like that philosophical question is the thing that yeah. scares you the most. Yeah. I might have to put a pause on wanting to play that game. Because um, right now <laughs> yeah, you're I always, do you have struggle that with existential crippling drip. fear of death. Yeah. So uh, hopefully I'd like, I'd like to play it. Yeah. But. Yeah. But I don't want to play it and have a, a, a full mental break and just <laughs> jump out my window or something. Right. Uh, what's your next game there, kid? Uh, so one I wanted to talk about was, uh, and I, I think we talked about it before, but you know, it, going back to a, a, a scary multiplayer game, a game that does that very well, yeah. is Labyrinthine. Yes. Which I definitely. know we've already talked about, but yeah. I just, I, I have to, if we're talking about good scary games, yeah. I want to put that one out there. Yeah. Um, just because, you know, when you and I play it, it does kind of start off as just a silly little maze. Yeah. And then we're ending up in like, the swamps like, of yeah. Georgia. Yeah. You know, and like look, I think about the catacombs, the catacombs, which are super scary. And we, yeah. I, we were think I think the only way we really made it out there is those fucking, uh, glow sticks. Glow sticks yeah. We would just break them, drop them, break yeah. them, drop them. We'd follow them back. Yeah. I mean, and, and just trial and error. We were in those things so long. It just, that we uh, somewhat got a map of it. Yeah. You know, where we were like, okay, 
if you know we build a mental map if we're in this room now that means we got to go we got to keep trying to progress that direction and that'll get us back to the main hallway the biggest thing that stuck out for me with the catacombs is when you went downstairs there's one hallway and to the left you would have multiple hallways and then to the right there would be that little divot yeah where it's not necessarily a hallway but you can walk in just long enough to oh this isn't anything i gotta turn around yeah yeah you know so and just remembering there is multiple of those and just soon as you find like that pattern in the walls you're like okay this is where i am i need to get across and go yeah. to the right eventually and, you know and it turns into urge, another hallway uh, with it being a maze of when you start you hear the monster and you start to get chased fighting the urge to panic yeah you, you panic and you cool. start running and then you get lost yep. in the maze and, and that becomes that's, scary too that's how we die we die so, many, so times. many times because of we just start panicking yeah but I mean, but even when you're like, I gotta stay calm, it's, yeah. still, it's scary. still scary. Like yeah. you're trying to you <laughs> really that, keep it together. It's that you're sweating, but you're pretending you got it. Yeah, you know. And we both, I love. We would both get quiet because we run. would know. We were like, all right, we're, yeah, we're in sync. Yep. Yeah, we're so simpatico right now. Absolutely. And, and you know, one of us, whoever was leading the path, would be like, <laughs> "Are you back there? Oh, I'm on you. I'm on you. Yeah, like I am on you. Like glue. Glue. Yeah, I'm on you. Like stink <laughs> on stink shit, on baby. Shit. <laughs> you know, white on rice <laughs> on a paper plate. You know, in a snowstorm. You know. <laughs> And, and yeah, and then it, it, I like when it would uh, like drop gates between you mm. and cut you off. Dude, and you're like, no, I hated that, bro. Because like yeah. I would be right behind you, and it would just manage to and right. just split. And I'm like, Colin, Colin, <laughs> and I'd be standing there, I'd see the monster coming up behind you, and I'm like, I love you. You know, <laughs> I remember you for who yeah. you were. <laughs> it, it's gonna be okay. Just, <laughs> Sun's getting real low, oh, big, big guy. guy. <laughs> yeah, as you get eaten. But no, yeah, that is that is a. That has become like my benchmark for mm-hmm. a co-op horror game, and I well, I know as well. Um, in the in the swamp one, mm-hmm. you have a, a big fear of a large something being in the of, water. Oh yeah, just well, large bodies of water. In Open general. water, yeah. Open water, but be, it's because for me, it's it has a couple weird like tears to it of like being afraid of. So it kind of actually ties in with like my fear of heights. Mm-hmm. We're like being out in just open abyss, just a bottomless ocean, feeling like I'm I'm so fucked out here. Like there could be something below me. I don't know. You know, what I, mean? I don't I can't put a a pin on it because mm-hmm. like Morgan will send me pictures. It's called thalassophobia mm-hmm. is the fear of water, open water like that. And she'll send me pictures where it's like a, a very clearly photoshopped monster like biting you know coming up at something right and that doesn't bother me it's the real pictures where it's just empty of just someone's feet dangling over the void and it like sends chills down my spine talking about it, i get goose pimples on the back mm-hmm. of my neck where i'm like oh god and i don't i can't yeah i can't fully put it in words but then you're right in video games my worst nightmare is not knowing what's under the water yeah and there there is that one section where you kind of have to jump from boat to and there's the crocodile floating. yeah and there's a hu- well there's multiple just yeah huge gators yeah and um so yeah just trying to crawl you know or, or jump and try to make that and time it right so if i jump he's gonna be after me so right, you yeah. have enough time to go the other way yeah you know and not have to worry about him um so it does play in that like we have to work together but also, we're getting scared because like we're about to fucking die uh, if we yeah. flood this. Yeah, <laughs> you fumble the bag. Yeah, <laughs> but, butterfingers. Uh, <laughs> oopsies. <laughs> but and it's still getting updated. You know? Yeah, and yeah. and so I'm hoping uh, that you know. I know we were some, so bummed when we didn't get a Halloween update. Oh well, yeah. When, when we, we beat when it, we beat yeah, it, we're and, like, like, and we're like, oh, this is oh, it. Yeah. I was like, oh, I wanted more. Yeah, you know. Uh, and, and that's so such a good feeling in the yeah, game too. Uh, yeah, when you want more, you're disappointed that it's over. Yeah. 
not because it was a disappointing ending, but just because you're like, damn. Yeah, like I wanted I more. Wanted, like, I, I enjoyed keep what was playing. happening. Yeah, left you wanting more. Mm. But uh, yeah, definitely phasmophobia, banger. Labyrinthine. Yeah. Sorry. What did I say? Phasmophobia. Oh yeah. Sorry. I was thinking similar. <laughs> What'd you say? Jesus Christ. Jesus, yeah. Who's the professional here? <laughs> <laughs> Neither of us. No. <laughs> nah. Um, I, I'm sitting in tights right now. I'm in my you, underwear. I was say, I'm sitting in baby I'm blue in my, leggings <laughs> with red spandex <laughs> underwear. I'm in my underwear, a wife beater, and fucking dress socks. <laughs> We're lucky I don't have suspenders for my socks to my drawers. <laughs> you got beer stains on your yeah, wife beater. Right, yeah. Uh, no, sticking with kind of like the more indie-ish sure. horror, uh, there's a game called Layers of Fear uh-huh. that I played on a whim because I got it for free mm-hmm. uh, through PlayStation Plus. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the more more most recent like subscription service, but just the free month of the game, or free game of the month, I mean. Sure. I was like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll download that. And I had like my headset and all that. And it is very much like a psychological horror where it's about a demented or a psychotic artist, mm-hmm. like a painter. And him just basically wandering through his house and kind of you're unraveling like his life yeah. and stuff that's happened to him. And the game does a very good job of, um, in fact, I want to point out, Bluebird Team is the developer of it. And they are who is making uh, the Silent Hill 2 oh, remake. Okay. So I'm like, ooh, I've got promise. Because I can definitely see a lot of overlap between... Silent Hill 2 definitely being a psychological horror yeah. and like a, a character study of somebody's broken mind mm-hmm. and what does their personal hell look like and then layers of fear being like here's the broken mind of a tortured artist who might have been a fucking shit person and is reflecting on that mm-hmm. and so it's you wandering around this mansion kind of fighting your ghosts of the past and shit like sure. that and it does a really good job of using the environment where like I might turn down this hallway and go and get this thing that I needed to find or whatever. And then when you turn around, the map has completely changed behind you. And oh. where they kind of hide the loading screen behind you, essentially. Mm-hmm. Where, obviously, as I've been walking, I crossed a certain threshold that the map changed behind me. Right. And then when I turn around, it's, yeah, it is. It's totally different. And there's moments where, like, they do it right in front of you. Where, like, you know those toys where it's like uh, a light-up uh, star map? Or like you press the button yeah. and the yeah. lights shine and it kind of yeah. rotates and all yeah. that. So you do one of those and the room starts spinning. And as the room's spinning, you can see the stars you know, dancing and things. Mm-hmm. And the room starts changing before your eyes where like the wallpaper's peeling off and things like that. And then when the room stops spinning, the room's different, right? And it looks right. very decrepit and burned yeah. down and things like that. And then you open the door to leave and the, the, the house has changed, yeah. right? And it just does a very good job of that being very disorienting and Not- like putting the, the headset on. Mm-hmm is a really good extra layer because it is, it's a layer of fear. <laughs> um, Ogres have, have layers. layers. Onions, Onions have, have layers. layers. Uh, but no, it does do a very good job of like, even the audio um, kind of cues and things like that. Sure. Being in, in surround sound with the headset on, it's like, oh, what was that behind <laughs> me? You know, and you're hearing shit. And, and yeah, and it does a very good job of making you feel like an insane person uh, who's just being tortured by your own thoughts. Yeah. Very good game. <clears throat> I have uh, I have two because I don't have too much I want to talk about them. Yeah. Because I haven't played either of them. Oh, okay. But yeah. it's one that stood out to me that I know I've brought up to you before. Uh, the first one's called Scorn. Yes. Yeah. Very recent. Yeah. 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 I it. I haven't played it either, but not, it looks interesting. It looks not not like scary, like jump scare, but more like scary of 
eerie creepy yeah yeah like, it's just very unsettling yeah with the art style being but, all the bio or tech yeah i'm not sure like i almost want to think of uh so the 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 name Bioshock? i kept seeing and like doom maybe mix because like it's looks super aggressive system in the shots sense. yeah yeah um i saw the the name hh H. geiger mm-hmm. is a he's an artist true that a lot of the he he worked on like the or I don't know if he worked on or he was the inspiration for um, the Alien franchise. Okay, of like that that like the the xenomorphs look like they're wearing a suit almost, mm-hmm. you know. But that's just their that's just their skin. That's just the way they're formed, mm-hmm. and so it's that biotechnology look where like the walls could be alive, right? And that's what this game has definitely yeah, been. Yeah, it just or like looks... a Tool album, you know. Well, like there's one where it's just like there's a part where you put your hand in something and like you just hear you, know, yeah, you know, and your hand just mushing in, and then like something gets stuck in your hand, right? Yeah, and it's basically like a knife that you know you can uh, kind of like a hidden blade. From yeah, Assassin's but Creed. On, yeah. The, on the top of your hand, I'm yeah. blanking on the word, but like retract. For, yes. But for whatever reason, that really scares me because it's like yeah. I I fear more of like infection mm-hmm. of like ooh that's that's not clean not healthy yeah yeah like that can't be good to have yeah that cannot be good for you uh-uh. Uh-uh. you keep looking at you. you're scaring me what has the battery done um let's see. I put on a battery save yeah. sixty eight so we're we're still oh, we're rocking Gucci. we're Gucci yeah and we're pushing an hour so we're mm. we're solid yeah. Uh, let me see here. Uh, I don't want to talk about that one now. I wrote a bunch down just like top of my head. Yeah. You know, where I was like, oh, that game now. That game now. Literally, it's a fishbowl in my head of shuffle around. I'm like, I, I like that right. game. I mean, I mentioned it. I'll, I'll bring it up again. Uh, Silent Hill 2 mm-hmm. is from, I want to say, 1998. And it is, actually, it might be 2002. But it is top tier, like... And that's funny. If you look up like best horror games to play for Halloween, yeah. things like that, it is consistently in the tops of these lists. Oh, shit. Where like, that's the consensus is like, yeah, it it's is fucking scary. It, it is the greatest combination of survival horror elements, psychological horror elements. Mm-hmm. And for it to be a, a PS2 era, yeah. you know, um, what do you call it? Like tank control, you know, static camera angles and things like that. It is a great example of like, story elements are there the horror is there the psychological elements are there and it feels like it's definitely a game that i could see them doing a remake of yeah because the skeleton and is still solid right like all they really need to upgrade is the graphics and maybe some of the gameplay yeah of like this feels like a modern game right you know and other than that you don't got to change much like it's yeah it's still solid um and it does it's a game that makes you think uh, about the, you know you're, you'll think about that game long after you beat it mm-hmm. which i think is a testament to a solid story and just a solid game where like it's it has imprinted on me and i don't know what to do about it right you know, there's a monster in there because of the silent hill games i think it does the best of representing like that this is people's personal hell mm-hmm. you know and that it does seem to be custom made to you right you what know do you think i experience silent hill differently than somebody else what do you think your personal hell would be i don't know because, well, because I don't want to talk about it on the podcast. Because it's like very um, 
catered to that person's very specific traumas. Mm. Yeah, you know I mean, where like his issues are like his wife that died of cancer and how he doesn't think he was a good husband, you know, and the things that he did wrong. And now he's in Silent Hill trying to save the woman that died, right? It sounds like he's got and a case re- the Mondays. And repent. <laughs> For example, there's a, a, a boss fight in it that I'm not going to. I'm going to hope that I can describe it in a way that people will pick up on what it's representative of because I don't want to talk about what it's representative of okay. uh, on the podcast because it is kind of trigger warnery oh, stuff. Oh, sure. All right. We're like, so trigger warning? Yeah, potentially for some essay yeah. stuff. But uh, you, you you find a young lady there that like is you know really upset or whatever and you're, you're trying to help her the best you can and she basically tells you like, don't go that way. Daddy's down there. you know. And you're like, oh, I don't want to. What? Okay, you know, yep. and obviously because it's a, a horror game, you have to go into where you're mm-hmm. told not to go, right? And the boss fight is literally like this stained, dirty-looking mattress on like with legs and arms flailing all out of it. And when you kill it, you get an achievement, or, or you know, there's like basically in the in the text files and things like that. Mm-hmm. That that character villain is called Bad Daddy. Ooh. And so there's some heavy implication yeah. there of with it being a mattress that's got arms and legs flailing on it and it being called Bad Daddy that you're like, oh, no. Yeah. And so that's that poor girl's personal hell, right? And so, and, and like Pyramid Head is supposed to represent something of like his internal rage and, and sexual aggression and things like that. And like the nurses that are pretty synonymous with Silent Hill yeah. are like hyper-sexualized. Yeah. You know, short skirt, big boobs, cleavage mm-hmm. out. But they're also terrifying looking, their, yeah. you know, and they have no face mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, they're just a body. Right. And so it's like something like that where like a 2002 horror game had like <laughs> messages about misogyny in it. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. That's pretty, pretty big for something back then. Right. Absolutely. You know, before video games were what they are now of like a big medium that people play in. But no. So I will always beat on about uh, Silent Hill 2 because it's one of my favorite games I've ever played. I haven't I haven't played the only I don't know if I've played any Silent Hill game. I know I've played or I've seen Silent Hill. I try to watch yeah. But I don't think I've played any. When when the remake comes out, we might have to play it together. Yeah, we we will. Um the other one I wanted to talk about that I haven't played yet, um I was actually talking to your sister about and Yeah. It I was figure, the, I'll cut you off real quick. Yeah. You do this one, I'll do one, then you do one more, and then okay. we'll talk about the one that we played sure, recently. Sure. And um but it's called Backrooms. And I it's not the game uh, itself, uh-huh. but it's the, the premise. And there's been several games here recently sure. about it. Um I did see one that was co op. But well here's the thing. It's like when because I've seen like stuff on like TikTok and you know, social media, anything like that of gameplay itself and then i've seen just pictures and it'll have like some ambience noise in the background sure. the pictures itself scare me more than the gameplay yeah because the game familiarity right and it, well to me what it is and it's like i forget what it was but you know like tiktok it's like fear talk or whatever yeah, 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 it is yeah. right and you know yeah. they pick on it, all the fears and yeah i get the last phobia shit right and so but uh one of them i, I forget what it's called but it's like being so alone, you feel like you're not. Yeah, where like your brain starts creating the idea. Yeah, of, it's like there's got to be somebody too here. quiet. Yeah. Like there's something here, man. Yeah, three quiet. And yeah, that that startles me. And so when I see stuff where it's like a long, you know, 
empty corridor. Empty. Well, like an or like an empty hallway. Yeah. You know, and, and just rooms to the side. You know, it's open, dimly lit. But yeah. you know, as you, you can't you can't make out where the ending is. Yeah. That scares just be something the in there. piss out of me. Yeah. And it's that fear of the unknown. It's yeah. The double edged sort of like being alone and not being alone. Right. You know. And so, but like, and you're not sure which is scarier. Well, that's the thing is like when I play the games, I'm I'm not sure if that's gonna be as scary, right? As just the concept, as just the concept, because yeah, I feel like as soon as it comes into reality, I'm like, and I'm moving, I'm like, I just keep fucking roaming, right? Um, but that yeah, no, just whatever that is. I mean, if you know what you know, if any of you guys know what it's called, yeah, write it in the podcast, simply one, but uh, well, met, (laughs) well, Meg. Simplywhelmedmailbag at gmail.com. I'm going to sound crazy. I'm going to sound fucking nuts here. Now, shameless plug here. Not a plug, but not a sponsor, right? Markiplier recently played... I don't know what the game was called, but it was a backroom experience sure. right and uh it i was very surprised in its ability it didn't have enemies in it uh, well yeah, yeah i mean where like some of the backroom stories do mm-hmm. include like dangerous things that are down there mm-hmm. right but this one didn't but it was funny to see mark and i don't know if he was planted up or not sure but like you're talking where the being alone and and by its very nature, the you know a horror game gives you the impression that there should be something scary in it, right? But so there'd be moments where he would do double takes down corridors, where he's like, "Did I just see something down there?" You yeah, know? and he would, and and like I even backed up the the video to be like, "Did he?" And then I'd watch and I'd be like, "Ooh, I don't know if that is something, or if it's or not, if it's or... just the shape of the 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 way the walls and the shadows land, you know." But and it does a very good job. Like I said, no enemy ever shows up. But he does, on several occasions, stop and do a double take and be like, did I see something on it? You know? Where he's starting to scare himself, you know, because his brain's filling it in with, it's got to be something, right? Uh, and it was like a 45-minute video. Those are always like... Set, you know, should be decent, yeah. right? If he feels like it's all, this has got to be one video, yeah. you know? Because I know he, he makes a lot of stuff that were like, it'll be like 15, 20-minute game shorts or anything right, yeah. like that. But... I'm trying to think of. I've done a bunch that I, I liked. Yeah, I'm trying to think of any. I know, I'm trying I, to think of maybe we don't call this best and worst. It's just the best, favorite horror games, you know. Um, a good one that kind of again plays more of like that psychological fear. Mm-hmm. Um, sixty seconds. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like as funny as it is. Yeah, you know it does kind of like, oof. You know, the more yeah, you what think if you about only it. had 60 seconds to grab what you needed and then the world is done above you. Yeah. And so, like, you know, you can send uh, Timmy or uh, I forget what the daughter's name yeah. is. Barbara. The, yeah. Something like something that. Like or that. the wife out into. Uh, Dolores is the wife. Dolores. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I, th- I. Maggie. No. Yeah. Um, we won't think of it. Though. I don't know. But I know Ted's the husband. Timmy's the son. Dolores is the wife. Oh my fucking god! I don't know. It'll come to me. It'll yeah. come to me. But you know, just the thought of like sending one of them out, and then like, you know, first I always send out Timmy, right, right, and just get him out. And like, you know, typically he always comes back, but then there will be the one where like he doesn't, 
Right, yeah, and you're like... But uh, that's the thing is, like, it never confirms, like, if he's alive or if he's dead. You know, yeah, you just... You don't get an answer. Yeah, you just don't get an He never comes back. Yeah, and you gotta be like, oh, well. Uh, yeah. You know, died. like... But so just the... Whether the th- he died or not, he's no longer in our life. We'll never see him again. Yeah. But just the thought of the world ending for everything else except for you right scares me or it's just yeah. like what what do you even do yeah i know i've talked about it before but something like um the book the road they made yeah. a movie of it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Or like that's got to be the worst type of apocalypse right where it's like yeah like i don't know like you know trigger warning i don't know how you don't just kill yourself yeah you know what i mean like it's that's the type of apocalypse where you go what's the point what do you do what yeah what are you doing just just give up and that's that's always like the the thing I go back and forth about is like you know from a realistic standpoint yeah what what would I do what would I do yeah and so I'd like to be you know my an optimistic side of me always says <laughs> right. like you know what if the world's fucking ending go down you know drive to the coast yeah to the drive to coast. the coast and live the rest of your days on the beach right, right. even if yeah. it's radioactive fuck yeah. it like just yeah. chill on the sand just fucking chill just bro. fuck it bro. But also there is that point of like, I know I would definitely just lose all hope. Right. Where it's just like, it's there's like, nothing, not? there's nothing there. Yeah. And so that, that to me, the fear of completely being like, there's, there's no point. There's nothing here. Yeah. You know, there's nothing to, to live for that, that scares me. So I tried to get us some inspiration. I was looking up like, where's horror games? Sure. And they're, they're all so bad that I've never heard of them. <laughs> I looked up a couple, and yeah, there was a, there's some I just, uh. Yeah. There was one that I saw that was called, oh, I just fucking lost it, that I remember when it was coming out that it was kind of um, related to Scorn or similar to Scorn, I think. Mm-hmm. Where, oh, Agony is what it's called. And it was supposed to be like, you're in hell. Okay. And just the horrors of, of hell and like kind of that body horror and, and visual horror and things like that. Of like the environment and the creatures and, and the world and all that, and it was one that was like highly anticipated, and was like an indie game I think that got picked up and funded and like a lot of people were looking forward to it, and it turned out to just not be good apparently, which is a shame mm-hmm. because it's been in development I think about as long as Scorn, uh, and yeah, when it came out, people were like, "This is pretty uh, surface level. Like, there's not yeah. much to it. You know, it's it it relied heavily on." Ooh, look at what this looks like. Mm-hmm. And then that was it. There wasn't a lot of substance to it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like if game... <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, I feel like if I'm going to play a scary game, if it doesn't look scary, I just don't I play it. I don't play it. Yeah, if yeah, it doesn't I, look good. Like, I'm pretty quick I'm the same to... same with horror movies. I, I don't know. There's been a couple where I've been wrong. Sure. Like, I've been really wrong. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Like, I, I've... I'll try to... Give it, you know, some of them like the yeah, benefit, benefit of the of doubt. doubt. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, moving on to the the main event. Some of the games I did want to mention just because, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm looking up some here. I'm like, oh, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't even fucking yeah, think yeah, of that. Like honorable mentions, right? Uh, right, yeah. Some honorable mentions definitely would be um, uh, it was Until Dawn. Yeah. Yep, which was yep. there. Um, I don't know if you listened to it, but the episode that Morgan and I did together. We yeah. talked about it until dawn. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you guys played it together. Mm-hmm. Visage. Yes, that's a we game played you that and I played. Yeah, and at the apartment. Yeah, and <laughs> um, that you, that scared the piss out of us. Yeah, and then um, what's the PT? 
Yeah. The fucking playable teaser for Silent Hills, which never made, mm-hmm. which never got made, was very scary. And Visage definitely was inspired by. Oh, heavily. I mean, just the, the repetition of walking into one room and yeah. starting right back in the beginning of that yeah. same room. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that one was definitely scary. And then. Uh, one I want to throw out in the same like time frame and style of like a Silent Hill and a, a, an early Resident Evil, mm-hmm. uh, which Resident Evil 2 is one I want to throw out there again. Uh, but um, Fatal Frame 2. Never heard of it. So Fatal Frame, really briefly, uh, as an honorable mention, just since you haven't heard of it. Sure. Uh, and I, I think there's probably a lot of people that haven't heard of it. It is a Japanese ghost game where the only way, it kind of forces you to face your fear, mm-hmm. but there's no combat involved. Uh, where they definitely do a good job of making you want to run away, but the only way to stop the ghosts is to take pictures of them. Uh-huh. And so you have to stop and like aim the camera. And it's fucking, you know, PlayStation 2 controls to right. try and get this camera lined up. And so this ghost is coming at you, and some of them are really scary looking and freaky out, and you got to snap the photo yeah. and hope it goes away, right? And, and so it's really fun. And the second game I would be the one that I recommend, Crimson Butterfly, I think is what it's called, because mm-hmm. it's got a really good story to sure. it as well. Um, yeah. I have frame. one more. Yeah. It's not. It counts as horror, but I really don't think it's scary. But I think it's a good game. Yeah. Dead by Daylight. Yeah. That's one. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You, there's a. Basically, it's a. There's a killer. Typically, there's like four. I think it's like four or five four survivors. Yeah. Four, yeah, four survivors, survivers and, and a killer. The killer. And you're just dropped in a map, and you have to try to get the generators um, up and going. And then if you get all the generators up and going, you can get the the main gate unlocked. Um, and then from there, you can escape the killer. Right. Pretty basic game. I don't think it's too scary. I think it has good jump scares if you bump <laughs> yeah. into the killer. Yeah. And you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. You know, and you got to quickly turn around and try to run away. Um, but yeah, I, I don't quite get that. that <gasps> oh, God. You know, yeah, yeah like in some of the other terrifying. games. Uh, last one that I think I'll, I'll mention that actually is a really good segue. We mentioned it at the top, Outlast. Outlast 2, I think, improves on Outlast yeah. 1 yeah. in almost every way, but especially the story. Absolutely. The story of Outlast 2 is phenomenal. I was looking here, and as a matter of fact, it a lot of people... It's on a lot of the lists. I, for the one I'm looking at, it says it didn't do good. Really? Yeah. And it said, you know, uh, let's see... What I have here is, um, what brings Outlast 2 down are the exact same things that made the first one so great. The way it's played and is played exactly the same. Uh, so it just oh, sounds like it's just same. repetitive. But I mean, honestly. I thought the setting was different enough. Yeah, I mean, because in this one, you were more, it was more outside. outside. So, I mean, I thought that was fine in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, in the fucking beginning, you're walking across baby carcasses. Yeah. Like, and you got to hear the. Yeah. Or the, you literally get crucified in it. Yeah. So there's like yeah. more situational horror yeah. in that. Well, I mean, granted, Outlast has that with like surgery basically being done on you sure, while you're awake sure. and things like that. But I don't know. I think they managed to make it more horrifying in Outlast. No, I, yeah. What got me uh, a lot was like the very small details in Outlast 2. Yeah. Like, you know, if you're walking, you know, in the more in the beginning when you're walking down like that first road before you get to the, like the, that town. Yeah. And like you have your, you know, your camera yeah. and you're kind of looking around and, and then you just see eyes and then yeah, move people. and then you never see them again. Right. Yeah. And they're gone. Yeah. yeah. They weren't there to chase you. No, it was just, just strictly there. Scared the piss out and of And you could have missed it. Yeah. And like, it's just when you see it you're like, <gasps> and you're yeah. looking around and there, no one's there. Yeah. And it is that fear of like being watched. Yeah. And I mean, being outside at night and in, in the middle of nowhere where there is no ambient light. Right. You know, you're not getting light from the city. It's mm-hmm. actual black. Yeah. 
other than moonlight. Yeah. Right. Maybe a, a, a fire pit yeah. somewhere. Yeah. If there's fire out there. Yeah. You know, otherwise you are in complete darkness. No, I thought Outlast one whistleblower and then two. Yeah, which I never played whistleblower. We talked about that earlier. Yeah, I I really enjoy whistleblower was one. It was I, the DLC for one, wasn't it? Yeah, like it's a, slightly larger than a DLC. It's basically yeah, it's, its like own a, game, it's like but it's takes it takes place. So you have the the main character in Outlast, right? And then are you playing as the whistleblower that drew the reporter there? Correct. Okay, that's who you play as. Yeah, because he's like, yeah, you he came to investigate whatever was was going whistleblown, on, right? Yeah. Um, so I mean, I I thought whistleblower was fantastic. I it uh-huh. felt like you know you just jumped right in. You're like, okay, I already know what's going on, you know, and right. but still feeling new, adding some you know more lore to it, I suppose. And then Outlast Two just completely branching off into its own thing. I loved. Now getting to Outlast Trials. Yeah, we both got to play it last night. Um, tomorrow the beta ends. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the premise is roughly. I found this on the web. Whoa, that's about enough of that. <clears throat> um, it looks like it's maybe nineteen sixties, sixties to seventies, maybe aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, and um, something's in the corner, dude. <laughs> it's it's a coat, <laughs> but uh, but don't do that ever again. Don't look behind me. Dude, the- you saw it. I was yeah. genuine. Like, yeah, you're like. <gasps> Yeah, yeah. We we decided that since it was Halloween and we were doing horror games, we lit we, we turned the lights off. We've got literally our our computer screens lighting mm-hmm. our faces and a candle between us. <laughs> and then Chris just looks into the dark corner behind me with fear in his eyes, yeah. and I'm like, What's "Fuck back there!" there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah. It takes place in the '60s, uh, roughly. Mm-hmm. Like we said, at least in aesthetic. Yeah. And there's a study being done where basically they're like, you know, the the advertising that they showed in the in the intro was like, you know. Do you feel like you have no fucking purpose? You know, <laughs> you're the right yeah. candidate for yeah. us. Does nobody love you anymore? Are you? Uh, are you somebody? Yeah. yeah. Are you somebody nobody will miss? You know. <laughs> then come check us out. And you're like, oh yeah, that's me. You yeah. know, yeah. people and, only who feel probably super depressed. I mean, because they they yeah. make it look like therapy. Yeah. And you're you like, know. Yeah. I'll, I'll come check it out. Yeah. And it's it's Outlast. Yeah. You know. So there's demented doctors who want to drill night vision goggles into your skull. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're just attached to your face. And it, I kind of got, which we didn't mention it, another honorable mention, GTFO. Ooh, yeah. Uh, does a good job of being a horror game that then turns into an action game. Yeah. At the end. I see, yeah, it, it's super scary in the beginning, but then right, as soon as you click it, you know they're coming and you're like, run in the, run, just yeah. run and then yeah. we can set up turrets, I whatever. Mean, the game's called GTFO. Yeah, the, the goal at the end is always get the fuck get out the of here. Get the fuck out of there. And this kind of has a GTFO vibe in so far as the the very base premise of like, we are involuntarily here now and we're being used it's by... Just test subjects. As well as test subjects, but also they gave us a task. There was a snitch. Yeah, and we had to... We had, we to, had to go kill, kill this the guy. Snitch. Right? And so they're using us as agents essentially and in gtfo your prisoners you're being sent down into this hell mm-hmm. to, to go fight these monsters to and, go and do something your, your freedom or something yeah. like that in yeah. return for it and, and so yeah it's it's the similar concept and even in down to like the pods maybe think yeah. of like the yeah. you know the loading in drop down yeah yeah but uh <clears throat> so the the only level available was the prison or the, the police jail, sta- police the station. station, police station, yeah, and it was kill the snitch, right? Yeah. Was the 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 goal? What was the level called? Stitch, snitches get stitches. Snitches get stitches. And uh, I don't know. It had a weird vibe of like, um, it almost made me think of like Nuketown. 
Like it didn't yeah. feel like a real. It well, if you looked, it wasn't a real town. Yeah, because yeah, if you looked up, you saw like uh, uh, the uh, almost like movie studio. Yeah, uh, the, the rafters, rafters, everything yeah. like that. Um, but I mean, I thought mm, you know what it made me think of was Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. There's a level where they find in oof. in yeah, that's not, a, it's not, not a, a good. It's point. not a good game. But in the campaign, there's a a, a moment where they find like a fake American town that the Russians built mm-hmm. to use as like. Uh, a firing range or like a testing of like invading an American city. Ooh. And it kind of reminded me of that of like, they put a lot of work into it, you know, to make it like, these are full storefronts. Yeah. Right. But it's all it's produced. It's yeah. faked. Yeah. It's not real. Uh, which makes the, the expansiveness of the police station a bit more impressive. Right. Cause it was a full yeah. fledged police station. Yeah. Um, I thought enemy, I'll- enemy types. What do you think? Outside the police station, we had whatever that mutant was. That, yeah, like you know, a that big tall guy, seven foot tall, pretty, yeah. pretty, you know, bulky, bulky. Uh, he's chasing and everything like that, and that was pretty spooky at first because yeah. you also have the elements of there are still other people in there. Yeah, and if you walk too close to them, they'll, they'll, they'll swat yeah, you. They'll punch you, you know, scratch you, anything like that, trying to get you know get you away from them. Right, and. um so like trying to dodge and weave while you're yeah. you know yeah running Run away, away from, from that guy, guy. Uh, that 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 got some adrenaline going. Um, when you went into the police station, uh, the the one thing I will say um, that I I loved but then quickly didn't, and I yeah. know I talked about it uh, when we were playing it. Yeah, is there's a uh, just like a little. Like two burnt bodies, but one of them is wrapped up in barbed wire. Yeah, and, and it looks like the ones performing oral sex on the other yeah, body. Right, and I'm and like, oh, they've that's... been electrocuted into a corpse. Yeah, I'm like, into that's into Outlast. Like yeah. that's very, you yeah. know, just like this is fucking gross. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, and then you go in and you find out that there's a a, a warden. Yeah, maybe or a guard uh, at least. of some sorts, but he has a, an electrical yeah a, a, uh, like a stun gun yeah. or a stun baton. And um, he, he's just lighting up a corpse. That's the Bingo. Word. But you did see that, uh, I think, I can't remember if I saw it two or three times. I think I only saw it twice. Twice, yeah. The that, but that I Basically was, that asset of yeah. the one body performing oral sex on the other body and they're both yeah. burnt. And I was like... Except the second time that we saw it, they weren't wrapped in barbed wire. No, they are still wrapped. Were they? Mm-hmm. Because that, that's when I was like, this is the same this exact, the exact thing. same thing. I was like, you had it so perfect... Like, the first time I saw it, you literally could have just turned the guy around. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right, and just make him eat his ass. And like, yeah, I'd be like, hey, hey, yeah, it's twenty twenty two. We eat right, ass, nah, yeah. baby. Do what you th- do what you want. <laughs> do you, baby girl? Yeah. But uh, I didn't. I wasn't as scared with the the warden. warden. Yeah, he just he was more I, annoying. He was more annoying, and I felt more just like. I don't know, with the bigger guy, I'm like, I'm fucked if he gets me. I gotta me. get away from I'm, that yeah, guy. Yeah, that guy's... The warden he, felt like you could take him. Yeah. You know, like, he, yeah. he'll he'll you know, jab Zap you and the then shit you, out of you. you break some ankles and then you can outrun him. Yeah. Right, this guy, he's got this wingspan yeah. where he and can the just big, the big, I mean, even the, the, his gait, you know, he's able to walk. Yeah. You know, chase yeah. you down. Um, you had to, like, shut doors on that guy and hide. Yeah. Right. I, well, that one, there, you know, in the very beginning, before you even go in the police station, there's a door, and, like, the bottom of it's, like... Cut out. Cut out, and he can't get through there. Yeah. But you can run and slide, slide through there, and you do. Do you so scared? many times. Yeah. So many times. Um, 
But so I guess I guess for the villains for me or you know the the main the enemies yeah the main enemies the some of them are super scary yeah but that warden that warden who seemed really, to be like the main villain yeah, essentially really wasn't yeah but in the tutorial yeah the uh, the tutorial scared the shit out of me yeah the tutorial was basically single player outlast yeah but I love the aesthetic that they went with it as well it was uh, some mother right yeah. with a, a a hand puppet but this hand puppet had a drill in its yeah. mouth. Um, and face wise, she kind of reminded me of, I don't know if you've seen a more recent version of the Joker in the comics where his face is stapled onto yeah, his face. Yeah. Kind of reminded me of that. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, uh, like, is it Leatherface? Yeah. Where yeah, uh-huh. he just skins all peeled, peeled back, back and it's just stapled on or mm-hmm. sewed on. Yeah. But, um, you know, that, that, that to me, I want, I want more of that. Yeah. I, I want, and I think and when, when we were the, looking at the, the levels that were locked for the beta, it looked like she's the villain the of one. the next one. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to, to play that, but yeah, after a, a little it, it bit. It quickly lost the fear for us. Yeah. Figured we were only in there, what did we say, 50 minutes it took us to beat the level? Yeah, it took us about an hour. And most of that I wasn't scared. In the dark, like I got, I started to panic in the parking garage? Mm, only when, and maybe it's just something, since it was a beta, they put a lot of batteries Sure, for your night vision. Right. So but when your night vision started to get low. I, yeah, when we were playing, I, I told you, I was like, I was getting really, really low. Yeah, and you're like, man, what if I run out of my vision? And I was starting to panic a little bit because you take them off it's and you dark. literally cannot see anything except yeah. for the taillights of some car on the, other, on the other side of the, of the room, right? Yeah. yeah. And so, like, you're like, fuck, fuck. I got to try to make it through there. You know, there's a bunch of traps laid out, you know, yeah. noises. You, you know, they have, like, dangling cans. Yeah, that you hit so them, you, they'll hear you. Right. So, you're trying to, you know. Be careful. I feel like if, maybe they just took out a little less of the supplies well, of, like, we did the play battery. on easy, so maybe, I mean, we won't get to play it again. I was going to say, maybe if we played it again, um, you know, when it was uh, on, like, a harder difficulty. Yeah. It, it would be. You know, a well, little, a either little more way, scary. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna buy uh, yeah. Outlast Trials. I liked all three of them so far. I mean, I'm just gonna buy it. Yeah. Um, and the thing that excites me is that this is not Outlast Three. They said there is still an Outlast Three. Oh, is there? Okay. Yeah. This okay. is a second, like a spinoff game. Just basically. something. Yeah. Yeah. But what I did like is um, they did ask. It was a very in depth, in depth survey. It was a survey, long survey at the end, which makes me think like they're probably releasing this beta because they're like, okay, this is something. Well, I mean, there's a reason it's a closed beta. You right. know. They they wanted people who were interested. Mm-hmm. These are people who obviously are fans of the game, so their feedback matters more. potentially more, right? Right, because they already know what Outlast should mm-hmm. be. So we'll ask them, what would you want a co-op Outlast mm-hmm. to be? Right. Yeah, and I give I gave a pretty thorough uh, yeah. response. I felt like I know. Yeah, we both I typed took a our... fucking essay. Yeah, and the, the last page was basically just what, what, is, what give us any other feedback yeah. you had. You know, because some of it was like strongly agree, strongly disagree, things like that. Yeah. Check these boxes for stuff that you liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, at the end, it was just a free response. Tell yeah. us other feedback you had. And, and um, I think in that feedback, I referenced Labyrinthine. Where did I was you like, really? Yeah, where I was like, look at that Labyrinthine. Because they mentioned other horror games. Yeah. Uh, like um, Left 4 Dead 2. I mean, all kinds of weird. Yeah, Left 4 Dead 2, Back for Blood. GTFO. GTFO was on there. Um, there were... Others. There was another. There were. There was four that I knew. Yeah. That I clicked. I was like, Ooh, uh, Dead I, by Daylight was on there. Dead by Daylight. Um. Was Dying Light on there? No. Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. Was on there. I know. I yeah. clicked that one. Um. I think what? No, it wasn't Seven Days to Die. No. No. I I don't remember. But yeah, they they did have a couple other games where they're like yeah. 
do you know any of these games? Yeah, you do you know? like these games? Yeah. Things like that. And so I was like, well, there were some games on there that were like it, like a GTFO. Yeah. You know, or like, yeah. I mean, that's not necessarily like a AAA game, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, hey, you know, look at, look at something like Labyrinthine yeah. as a success for us. That is something that we look for as a, like I said, that's become my benchmark for mm-hmm. a co-op horror game. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, only other thought I had was, um, what do you call that? Customization. We're like, you got to customize your character and the and the room that you stay. Your I think they call it your sleeping room, as opposed or your cell. Uh, I w- I keep going back and forth. I really liked it at first, mm-hmm. and then like I just got to thinking about it, and I was just like, I see the purpose of like having like a hub, yeah, or a lobby, yeah. Doesn't have a point other than cosmetic. Yeah, right. Yeah. You can put, I think, a total of like four or five it, things in, in your there, room, and it's yeah. and pretty then I, light. Of what and then I worry about is that going to be a, a method of monetization, and I think it will be. I don't know, man. I mean, from the beta that we when we played from that first game, I got five hundred coin, right? And I mean, a lot of the things were only like a thousand. So I imagine, yeah. But then there was stuff that was ten thousand. Just keep playing the game. Sure. But like any and other, I imagine you know probably uh, nobody got those unless as soon as the beta came out, you're grinding, just grinding it. it. And then I would I don't know how you grind that game because it's just the one level. You know what I mean? You could probably just change it to like hard. I yeah. imagine you probably get more, more and then for it, yeah, anything like that. But uh, yeah, the customization I mean is cool, but I I think it'd be kind of silly Take if they yeah if they monetized it uh, to to pay for it. I think that's a little silly. Just yeah, you don't need it, man. Like, well, and if you're gonna ask me to pay for the game, don't ask me to pay for currency in the game. Right, exactly. I mean, that's the thing. It's like they've never done that before either. So it's like why well, they've would, never done a game with? It's like don't cosmetic. Don't. That's don't, true. Don't, don't, don't start this. You yeah. got it, man. Just yeah. keep it where it's at. Don't yeah. don't try to milk it. Yeah, and I mean, I think in general, the gaming world has kind of started to lean away from. Um, microtransactions a fair bit mm-hmm. just because there's been a few games that pushed it too far and shit the bed battlefront for battlefront 2 um what was it shadow of mordor a lot of ea games battle for middle earth or whatever the the ba- uh you had was it mordor. shadow of mordor or shadow of mordor war it was it was the whatever the second one was i don't know i don't remember what it was it was like war of mordor or something like that it was it was the sequel to sure. shadow of mordor yeah. but yeah whatever that sequel was got absolutely fucking drug through the glass yeah. for its microtransactions. And I do. I think there's been enough hard backlash that like they're kind of e- easing out of those. <laughs> right, well, yeah. And cool. you figure, I think, what was it, Amsterdam or, or Denmark? Uh, Belgium. It was Belgium. Outlawed microtransactions. Good. So, you know, do you, you know, they kind of have to. They can't build their game around it and still have a market in Belgium, but, you know, Belgium's on a massive market. But, yeah, you know, it's a, just a sign of the times that, they're making them illegal because it turns into gambling and things like that. Yeah, but, absolutely. So, yeah, that but, was our experience with Outlast Trials. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I do look forward to keep playing it. Um, yeah. Like I said, try to make, I mean, there's not a whole lot you have to do to, to tweak it to make it a little scarier, at least for huh. me. Yeah, it was almost just, there. Yeah, yeah, you know, just uh, don't put as much resources in there because uh, I did feel like I did hit a point where I was even joking with you where in this one you can carry uh, bottles and yeah. bricks and As, like, I distractions. was I was full on health I was full on battery and you know and I, I just keep finding them I was like you know what fuck it I'm just picking up a bunch of bottles yeah. and if this guy comes close I'm just start chucking them run past him yeah so you know it, which is fun yeah but also it's like I just lean I on be that, able because, to do that right yeah yeah because I feel like that's okay, not scary that just gives me an advantage yeah 
Um, it, it's almost a form of combat. Yeah, in a game that doesn't have combat, especially with the warden, because you'd hit him and knock him down. Yeah, rather than the monster, away. he'd kind of be stunned, but you really Keep can't. Coming, yeah, yeah, you can't run past him. You, you know, you stun him and then you, Turn, you run, run the other yeah, way. You juke him. He's and a break, to, breaks him ankle, and, and yeah. that's what's scary is you have to try to lose him. Yeah, right, because he's on you like stink on dick, yeah. right, and you're trying, <laughs> you know, trying to yeah. hide in a fucking locker <laughs> under a car. Yeah. You hit in the trunk, trunk, right? yeah, so jump to the trunk. Just quiet. <laughs> but, you know, for the warden, I mean, yeah, just, I feel like it would be more scary if it was in the dark more. Yeah. And, like, you have to, you have to. Yeah. Like, good luck. Yeah. Hope you make it. Because that's the thing. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be fair. No. Uh-uh. That's the whole point. Put me at a disadvantage. Right. Uh, you know, obviously, don't, My, I don't want to walk on a, a landmine and die instantly. Like, okay, that's not fair. And, I can't and that fucking was, that was another piece of feedback I gave was there needed to be ways Take, dis- take away some of my individual strength mm-hmm. and put strength in numbers, right? Right. Put us at a disadvantage, but make our only advantage is that there's multiple there's, of us. Yeah, we have each other. Yeah. So how can I do something to help you out? When you're getting chased, I want to be able to... Like, we kind of floated yeah, the idea, like, hey, ho- over here. Yeah, you can you know? holler at him and yeah. you know, get him to look at you. And then yeah, which, <gasps> which, which isn't a feature, Mm-mm. but we thought it could be. God, yeah, we should just fucking make a video game. Yeah, fuck them. Give, give us money. We'll make a video Jesus game. <laughs> it's easy, guys. Come yeah. on. Man, this shit's too easy. <laughs> too easy, man. Um, no, we're going to do a hard hard transition here. We're going to try and try and speed through the endy here because we are at an hour and a half already. Okay. Uh, we got an email. Oh, yeah. And I believe my phone just died. Do you have access to the email? I do. And you want to pull that up and read it? Yeah. And that actually lets you lead into your, your thing. Right. Beautiful. We got an email here, uh, and it just says, Hey, guys, love the show and hope you can keep it going and having fun with it. An idea uh, came to me uh, over listening the last few episodes, um, and the idea is that you could look uh, for making a subreddit to add another place to get feedback, episode ideas, uh, or just a place of general interest. Of course, this is just a thought. Uh, you totally don't have to do it, and we'll still love you and support you. Chris, a cryptid that you should take a look at, uh, if you haven't already, is the Hodag. Uh, I've heard a little about it, and I think that you'd, you know, you'd have interest looking into it. Yeah. Um, signed. Signed, you know. The favorite. The favorite. Said, yeah. Don't tell us how to fucking run our show, yeah, well, <laughs> dude. Like, how about let's start there? No, <laughs> no, no. I didn't think that was a bad idea no, for a uh, subreddit. I'm, I don't know how to do that. I, yeah, I'm not active enough on Reddit to know. I am know. a lurker entirely. Yeah, me too. I've posted like three times. I'm I'm on. Is there a difference between Apollo and Reddit? No. So I mean, Apollo is a third party app to access the website. Okay. Um, because Reddit has its own official app, but. Apollo's a better app. Okay. You know what I mean? I said, because you were the one who told me to download Apollo and everything like yeah. that. So that's yeah, all Apollo I know. is Reddit. You're accessing Reddit, okay. just okay. not through the official Reddit app. Okay. I said that because that's all I know how to do. Yeah. But I mean, I know Reddit can like pick up some serious fucking... Oh, yeah. Mo- like, it's the front page of the internet is their, their, their slogan. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, I don't know how to do it, but that's not a bad yeah. idea. Yeah. I mean, so if somebody... I'll throw it out there. If somebody is interested in being a mod for a, a subreddit, by all means, yeah, make a subreddit. It, baby. Yeah. You know, but reach yeah. out to us, let us know yeah. what it is and mm-hmm. things like that. And we'll throw support on like socials or like yeah. our socials and everything like yeah. that. But I, I personally, yeah, I, I, don't I don't know how, know to, do how that. to do that. And yeah. that sounds like a lot. Yeah. I don't want to take on another aspect of this thing. Yeah. You know, there's just the two of us. God love Morgan. She might be like, I could help. I don't see her moderating a subreddit. <laughs> I'm you know? not that great either. Like, you're I'm, not that guy. Nah, nah. I am not either. But 
so. I'll, I'll occasionally I'll be active on Twitter. I'm that's yeah. what I, I tried. It was like I'll retweet stuff, tweet stuff, anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, but no, I have not heard of that cryptid, and that's one that I'll definitely have to look into. That's yeah. not the one I'm going to be talking about today. Yeah. Um, just because I did want to go ahead and follow up uh, with our unbiased listener. Yeah. Um, they sent in an email a while ago. Nothing too too yeah, crazy. The- I think it was on the 13th is when we got it. Yeah. Um, about the dog man. Yeah. And I wanted to follow up on that and uh, go ahead and yeah, because they actually managed they sent to me a link. So, yeah, and, I yeah. mean, honestly, I was looking at it, and I mean, it has from all you know, different encounters kinds of states. I was checking to, it out to yes, yeah. from encounters to uh, about the dogman, um, as well as just you know, I'm like scrolling through everything here, you know, what it looks like about him, information where he's from, like everything. So yeah. I was like, fuck yes, this is what I want. Yeah. Um. So honestly, I'm just gonna. Yeah. Start off with the encounters. Hey. But uh, hey. welcome back to Chris's Cryptid Corner. I'm your host, the douche. <laughs> Eighth, I was going to forget it, huh? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so here it talks uh, about you know all the places that it's been. Yeah. Uh, I think there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven places it isn't. <laughs> so... <laughs> I mean, I'm just running from the top of places that have had actual encounter sightings yeah. uh, reported. reported. Yeah. <clears throat> Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Missouri, Montana, <laughs> Nebraska, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Texas, Virginia, Washington, West Virginia, Wisconsin, Canada, and worldwide. Wide. Wide. <laughs> Prestige. Worldwide. 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 <laughs> Innovation? Yeah. <laughs> Investors? Possibly, Possibly you. <laughs> you get down here and write us a check for ten thousand dollars. <laughs> so here, uh, it's just loading up for me. Uh, so just, what is a dog man? Yeah. And I, You're am, a dog, I mean, man. I was, I, I was reading through it, and I was kind of like trying to like, okay, well, how do I just read this? Yeah. It's pretty cut and dry. So yeah. I'm just gonna read it yeah uh so almost everyone has heard of the sasquatch not many people realize though that much more terrifying cryptid is uh the stalking is stalking in the forests of north america uh of course you know we're talking about the dog man oh, it's the <laughs> dog man he's got the dogs he's got that dog in him uh, <laughs> who knew he had that dog oh. in him the dog man uh describes a uh, you know one type of a cryptozoological beings that are large and sometimes sometimes described as uh, upright canines. Yeah. Um, let's see. Commonly known or referred to as being a type 3, which is the most common dogman. So there are different variations <laughs> of dogman. There's tiers of dogman. Yeah. So the there's a canine type, right? There's a type 3 dogman. Mm-hmm. And then I think there was one more. I would hope so. Two types so far listed, and one of them is type three. Type three. Let's see. Type. Th- I think that's actually it. Just those two. What the fuck? There could be different variations, right? Right. But the the most common are the canine type, which are going to be more canine looking, more looking like a dog. Right? They yeah. basically have the torso of a of a human, um, but like they're you know. Arms slowly kind of turn into claws as well as their feet, and then they yeah. have a tail, heads a dog, everything like that. Yeah. Um, and these ones, 
are characterized by the fact, you know, everything like that. Um, but in, you know, instead of knees, they have uh, stiffled joints. So even like the the, 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 the leg, hind legs right, of the dog, everything yeah. like that. Um, some are described looking like uh, the black werewolf from the movie Van Helsing. Okay. Um, other eyewitnesses say that they saw a dog man that looked like just a large timber wolf that was standing on high legs or his hind legs. Yeah. One, two. Um, about 95% of the dogmen witnesses who contacted uh, any authorities that fit into the category, all of them have said uh, in, this would be in Canada. Okay. Um, 95% of them, all the same description of this canine yeah. type uh, dogman. Yeah. And then moving on, we do have that type three. Um, and that one there. Basically, just looks like a roided out jock, um, oh, word. Okay. but with a dog head oh, that okay. kind of looks like a troll. Yeah. So imagine a man with a dog head. Makes you think of like uh, Anubis. Yeah. Um, except the body itself kind of looks more like an ape. Like I don't imagine this guy walking normally. Like he's sure. kind of got a waddle with his yeah, big like a, arms. Like gate to him. Yeah. Right. Um, and then. This is referred to, uh, you know, still a dogman. Um, let's see. Where is it? I lost it. I accidentally scrolled. You bastard. I know. Um, yeah, so it says here, type 3s have certain uh, amount of features that let us know that they can't be uh, apes like Sasquatch apes, which is what I was just saying, how they yeah. look. Um, and that's just all going to become B because of their sharp post-canine teeth. Okay. As well as the claws on them as well. Yeah. You know, everything there just doesn't add up. It's, it's not, not ape. Yeah. It's not ape-like. Um, there was an idea posed that they could be from a giant baboon. Okay. But they're, there's nothing solid on it. Right. I could see because like the baboon's mouth is, is more snout-like. And, and, the only, and they said with that as well as the tail. Yeah. You know, because... You know, no, other, no other apes really have any tails. Right. Um, but then... Baboons are monkeys, not apes. Well, I said not the, not, not the, like apes. Tail. Apes don't have tails. Right. Yeah. Right. Damn you second-guessing myself. Don't, don't you fucking question... Stay on them toes, baby. Don't you fucking question my monkey right, knowledge. I got my eyes and ears open. I fucking you. love monkeys. Um, And then... Oh, I hit the wrong link. Fuck. Fuck. Jesus Christ. We'll just cut this part out. I'm doing this on my phone. You need to chill out. <laughs> if only you had a computer in front of you. I, I can't log into the email and I just... Eh. Eh. Oh my god, where'd it go? Dogman Encounters. Okay. Hold on. I... All right. So one of the things that says is, you know, how long have dogmen been around? Yeah. So no one knows how long dogmen have been around exactly, but uh, due to the hieroglyphics uh, from the Egyptian god yeah. uh, Anubis, Anubis. Yeah. Uh, which have been found, it's possible that the encounters with these beings happened thousands of years ago. People, uh, you know, have been seeing dogmen back then, and due to their in, uh, inability to figure out what the origins of what they were looking at, they figured that they were looking at an evil entity from the underworld. Yeah. Which makes sense, because fucking, what is it? Is it Resident Evil Underworld? 
There's no, just Underworld. Is it just under? Is it not a Resident Evil? No. Or are you talking about Resident Evil Village, the video no, game, or no, the movie? No, it was a movie. Yeah, it's just is it Underworld. just Underworld? Yeah, but you know they have werewolves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if it's like a dogman-like creature? Yeah, could be maybe something that we just completely overlooked. I was wondering because there are werewolves in Resident Evil Village. That's why I was like, you mean Resident Evil uh, Village? I never finished that game. I have to. I ain't gonna lie. I was game. down bad for uh, mommy. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Madame Dimitrescu. <laughs> I'll say it again. Slower. <laughs> Dommy Slower. Dimitrescu. Dommy, um, mommy. Tommy, mom, walkie, slosh. Step on me, mommy. But it says, you know, what kind of sounds do dogmen make? Yeah, (laughs) you're a dog. Um, They've been recorded recorded, making a variety of sounds. Uh, The one that, you know, sticks out the most is recorded in uh, the state of New York um, by a researcher named uh, David Howe. Uh, It was the dogmen... Uh, cry at night that just sounds a mixture of a man screaming and like carrying on of a uh, a bloodhound like a dog okay almost like the howling of, yeah. a, of a hound it's That gave me goosebumps because I got the headphones in. Yeah. And so it was just very in my ears. Could yeah. you hear it all right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. So that's, you know, that's the recording that David yeah. Howe found um, or recorded himself. Yeah. So What's I mean, his last man's name? Huh? What's his last ma- this man's last name? David Howe. Howell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he made that up. He's a dogman. <laughs> Who knew he had that dog, dog in him? Um, but so, you know, I think that's super fucking interesting. And then like another one is like, are dogmen aggressive or dangerous? Right. So almost every eyewitness, uh, who had an encounter with a dogman says that they thought the dogman was going to kill and eat them. Um, almost every encounter has resulted the eyewitness walking away unharmed though. So it could be a a superstition. Maybe like a coyote where like, (laughs) they're more afraid of you than you are then. Right. You know? Um, Attacks seem to be very few and far between, uh, but there has been some attacks that have been occurred. Uh, consequently, extreme caution uh, should still, you know, be exercised, be exercised you know, yeah. while uh, while you're looking at them or if you bump into them. Um, and then it says here that you know, for only, for whatever reason, a lot of them don't come out only at night. Right, you'd think with it being a werewolf, anything right, yeah, like that, you know, specific night. daytime or nighttime but kind of thing. Of, there's a lot of daytime sightings. But it says up here that like it's about a fifty-fifty. Yeah, like, like you, you see know, them you all, s- all times. Right, there's no specific time exactly that they come out. Yeah, so you're never safe. Let me fucking throw this one at you. I don't think it was a dogman. I think it might have been too small. Do you remember a couple weeks ago when I said I was driving out to a Tinder date yeah, 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 yeah. and there was fucking something in the middle of the road and I had no clue what it was? Just fucking, I bet mean, it, it, was, was, bet it was a deer. It was, the, that's the thing though, is like my brights were on. It was country roads. I was driving and I couldn't make out what it was. Yeah. It was just a black figure. Yeah. I mean, and it's not like I, it, you know, zoom past, like I saw the figure and then the figure moved and I drove past because my first yeah. thought was, was it? Was it hind legs? Was it standing upright? Well, the thing is, is when I saw it, uh-huh. and it started moving, 
Uh-huh. It, well, no, I don't know. I don't know if it was on hind legs or if yeah, it was on all four. It's hard part of remember your your own eyewitnesses is unreliable anymore. You know, it's far enough back that you're like, I don't know. It didn't. It'd be easy to tell yourself it was. That's the thing. I don't think it was. Okay. I think if anything, it was on all fours. Yeah. Because I don't think it was tall enough. Because if it was that tall, I'm like, that's a fucking man. That's a man you in know, the road. Like, yeah, I'm gonna hit somebody. Right. Yeah, it would be your fear. So and when it was it definitely moving, was a, a, an animal as far as your, sure. your gut check was. Sure. Um. <clears throat> I mean, dude, I mean, does it say anything in there about do they do they constantly operate upright or do they use all fours? (laughs) You just Google do dog men use all fours? Do dog men use all fours? Um, So it says here, it says primarily, primarily upright. They are upright. So it doesn't necessarily mean maybe if they got to get out of the way of a car, they're faster on all fours, which makes sense. Yeah. Fucking makes sense. I maybe mean, maybe you saw I fucking... a dog man because I noticed our state was on that list. Yeah, maybe you saw a dog man. Could have been, could have fucking been. Last week, uh, I'm, we're gonna run a little long here because I've got a, my own like encounter story. Mm-hmm. Of and I'm a skeptic, but one of the things that I do believe in are aliens. Yeah, you do. Um, I good. I, I'm good. I'm, I'm very, I'm very skeptical that we've ever been visited. Um, I come at it from a standpoint of. I fully believe that aliens exist somewhere in the universe. They have to. But I don't know that they exist anywhere near us. We haven't found any hard scientific evidence of, like from an, an, astro- an, an astronomy standpoint, of, oh, well, that's where they're coming from. You know what I mean? And so then the fear becomes, if you know, basically my thought is, if they found us already for like the last 50 years, why haven't they invaded us yet? Why haven't they taken us yet? Right? I don't know, man. Like... <sighs> The reason that makes me, and I know I talked about it here before. Make it brief because I've got an alien sighting. Go ahead, talk about yours. So, uh, picture if you will. <laughs> picture if you will. It's a summer evening. Mm-hmm. When when so we had an eighth grade dance. Sure. Did you have an eighth grade dance? Yeah, of course. Because yeah, so Chris is a few years younger than me, so mm-hmm. I've got to double check these things. What was that basically like? Was that summer? Was that Ours end was of the school year? Or, okay, so maybe it was fall. I don't know, but either way. Uh, without getting into too many details, uh, my father did DJing for a long time, like weddings, fun- uh, mm-hmm. I said funerals. Yeah. <laughs> Turn up! Yeah. It's the funeral. <laughs> no. Everybody <laughs> put your hands in the air! <laughs> no, weddings, parties, things like that. Um, funerals? <laughs> DJ at the funeral. My dad's MC. R.I.P. Betty White. <laughs> All right, guest of the night, you know, <laughs> just bring the pallbearers carry. Let's the, bring out the man of the hour. hour. Yeah, and they just the pallbearers are crying, <laughs> carrying grandpa in, and my dad's like, "Come on, everybody!" Yeah, <laughs> no, tough but, crowd. But so I, at a young age, learned pretty easily how to help set up and operate them with stuff and tear it down and all that. Well, my father DJed my eighth grade dance, and uh, we had to take all the equipment out the back down to like his his truck that we loaded it all mm-hmm. up in. And it's like a pretty clear. I, for some reason, I remember it being summer, but it could have been fall. Um, not important. Uh, but it was outside, pretty clear sky. And my dad and I saw picture like the V formation that geese fly in. Yeah, I want to say maybe it, it was it was a V formation of lights. Mm-hmm. Picture if the lights were geese. Sure. The geese were lights. I mean. And my dad and I both saw it. My dad's got shit memory. As he gets closer to 60. So I hope he remembers this because I'm going to ask him about it. I meant to ask him tonight when I saw him. Um, But when I listened to last week's episode as I was editing, I thought about it. I was like, oh, my God. Did I see an alien? Like a UFO? But, yes, I saw like we saw this V of lights and my dad and I both were like, well, what was that? 
and it moved through the air, mm-hmm. uh, not quite like a plane. And we were like, kind of looking at it. We looked at it for a, a decent amount of time. And then it was like, it shot off. And we, cause we both were like, like we double checked with each other. Like, did you see that? Yeah. You know what I mean? One of those definitely like, I can't, I, you saw that, right? You know? Uh-huh. And we both were like, yeah, 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 yeah. We're like, where did it go? And we're like trying to look. And we kind of drove around a little bit, trying to look in the sky. Like, do we see where it went? And gone. Right. And so, yeah, I'm like, that's, that's one of the things where I'm like, I don't know what that was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like I said, I hope my dad remembers that. And with helpfully giving details of like, it was as we were loading up the the truck and all that. And yeah, it was a clear sky. And yeah, I don't remember which one of us saw it first, but we were like, hey, did you see that? that? Yeah, yeah do you see that up there? And then, yeah, when it started moving, not like a plane, because we were like, oh, what kind of plane is that? Whatever, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah, and it, and it zipped off. Well, that was off. like the same experience with the, what I thought was a helicopter. Right, yeah, And yeah. I was like, it's not moving like a helicopter, man. Yeah. And it just like turned and disappeared. Yeah, it was gone. But I was going to say the... The reason why I and I go back and forth about this all the fucking time is like. How about if, we make this our what you've been thinking about? Yeah, all right. Yeah, we're officially dipping into what you've been thinking about. Yeah, it is like if we have been visited by like I want to say yes, right? Because you have things like I know we talked about it you know, last fire week, in the sky, fire in the sky, yeah. or um, when I was covering like Men in Black. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, there. Fuck, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but the the gentleman who, who had scars, you know, right, yeah. on his body. Yeah, where did he get them? Where did he get them? I mean, you know, and you just they were burns, and I mean, yeah. there was just no way that you know somebody could purposely do this, right? Have this many scars, be alive, just right. for how severe that they are. Yeah, and then you know he died. Yeah. Three days later. Yeah. After you know, he started after talking. He, after he came out, started talking, and yeah. got visited by what he said. Uh, two men in suits yeah basically right? the men in black and telling him yeah you're not gonna say anything else yeah and he came out and said yeah these guys visited me if I die, if I die it's yeah. not a suicide yeah and then he died like two days later like yeah. tell me that shit doesn't make too much fucking yeah. sense it's like a, it's like a Russian you know he died by suicide two gunshots to the back of the head yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> really tricky I don't know how he pulled that I don't off know, man. You ricochet know? but you know I, so just stuff like that you know or you know and when COVID was in like the heat, um, the government kind of came out and dropped a bunch of, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know, which is stuff I, I started watching. It's on uh, Netflix, not a sponsor, uh, hangar one, uh-huh. which talks about all of those files that right. they have dropped. Yeah. And some of them make a lot of sense. Some of them I'm like, okay, that could be just could like be just a plane, a, a plane from yeah. another country. That's yeah. not yeah. anything. We don't know who it was. Sure. But that's what type that's of plane it was. Unidentified it's a UFO. Yeah, it's yeah. an unidentified flying object. Yeah. But I mean, there's some of them where they're like, they came in, they saw them for just like a split second. Yeah. And they like, with the technology that they they're had, going, you know, that's nobody that we know of. That's, that's nobody that, that we, we know, know of, of. And that's speed that we can't keep up with. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it was. It, the U.S. We goes, hope. we, yeah, we better hope they're a friend because yeah. we can't stop that. And that's what, that kind of spooks me. And Yeah. Because there is just a general thought that, like, the U.S. is at the front of military technology. Right. And so if they're going, that's, uh. that's nothing we've got. <laughs> Woof. Yeah. There is. There is that assumption that then it must not be of this planet. Something I will say, um, a big letdown Back in, I think it was 2017, mm-hmm. late 2017, mm-hmm. um, Donald Trump did do an interview, mm-hmm. and 
D Trump's got a big fucking mouth. On him. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. If you if you want to spread a rumor, tell him. Right. He got an interview, and they asked him <laughs> straight up, "Are there aliens?" Yeah. Did you you know when you get indoct you know uh, into being a, <laughs> indoctrinated <laughs> indoctrinated yeah. from um, you know, now all I can think is indoctrinated <laughs> uh, sworn in, in. yeah sworn yeah. in oath inaugurated um oated in goaded in the yeah. sauce <laughs> goaded in the sauce yeah um no but you know so they're like straight up like what they tell you because obviously any information they're gonna just give yeah, you, you is need to know yeah yeah you know and hey, hey you're the president of the united states these people have nukes uh we've got uh, you know secret agents here yep there's aliens yeah. you know and he so quick to just be able to nope no aliens yeah no, i don't i don't buy that for a fucking second dude. <laughs> they probably were like like you might be the president of the united states but if you spoil aliens we'll you kill will kill you, you. yeah you dude, will yeah. have a heart attack even even if we have had a, an alien encounter and the government has caught it they will never tell the public well they might but not <sighs> yeah. yet i i if they do religion's done I feel like a lot of people are going to lose their faith in religion because, I mean, the whole point of religion is we are created from Adam and Eve. Either that or or they'll go, you're telling me that we got to tell these people about Jesus? <laughs> yeah. It'll just be the next, the next, oh, we've got a, have you heard the word? You know, <laughs> visiting Internet, another planet. Yeah. Interstellar Mormons. Missionaries, yeah. yeah. yeah and you have a moment to talk about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the aliens are like, I know what I think we're on to him. Oh, yeah. He's, I think he's, we're getting through to him. Yeah, we're getting through to him. He's excited. We're getting through to him. Yeah. But not like this Wednesday, we're going to have a very exciting guest. Here's a pamphlet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come to the seminar. Come on. You ever heard of a TED talk? Yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, I, I don't buy it. I'm sorry. I really don't, man. Yeah. Like, I just. Are you saying Trump might have been lying? I, I mean, all, all the presidents <laughs> have lied. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, I don't know, man. That just it. I mean, because you know him. Like, everyone would agree, you know? Right, yeah. He's the kind yeah. of, like... You put the heat on him, he's going to be like, you will not believe the shit I heard. Right, <laughs> Why yeah. would you figure there is the, the joke that Dave Chappelle made, but it was based on, like, true, you know, incidences uh-huh. of, like, you know, Trump grabbing the, the podium and being like, being like, if you read the things that I read in my daily briefings, you would lose your mind. You right. know? And, and so, so it's this like, man's got shit that he wants to tell you, you know? And that's the thing, is, like, because, yeah, I do absolutely believe that the, the, the government probably came up and were like, yeah, like, you're cool that you're the, you know, president, but yeah. you tell anyone you're dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, like, there will be a president after you, and after you might be sooner if you leak, you know. I mean, there's just, it's, it's got, it just doesn't make sense. That yeah. doesn't add up to me. Yeah. It really doesn't. All right. We gotta but, start rapping. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm rambling. Yeah, you gotta cut me off. I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting cut me, Mick. Cut, cut me. me, cut me. I can't see. No. So, uh, yeah, we want to thank you guys so much for your attention and support. Mm-hmm. If you guys enjoyed this episode, be sure to give it a like. Follow us on uh, whatever uh, you know, whatever you're listening on Apple Podcasts, yeah. Spotify, uh, anywhere else. I don't know what other podcast systems. Google Podcasts. Uh, yeah, give us a, a like, subscribe, follow, whatever they they call it. Yeah. Uh, share us on social media. Absolutely. Review us is actually a big thing. We haven't had no, had a lot of reviews on. Uh, we've gotten quite a bit of downloads, not a lot of reviews. So mm. if you like it, write us a review. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd love to hear what you had to say. Tell your friends about us. Uh, word of mouth, obviously, is a, is a big help. Just spread the good word. 
<laughs> like like the damn interstellar Mormons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, Chris, if people want to get in touch with us, give us some feedback, ask us questions. Uh, how would they do that? Absolutely. You can always reach out to us on our Twitter handle, which is going to be whelmed underscore simply. Uh, you can always you know take a look at us on our YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, which is going to be simply whelmed podcast. And then, of course, you can always leave us a review. Uh, I do take uh, constructive criticism to the heart, and I get offended very easily. So That's just... Terrible. Tell me I'm doing a good job. Um, you can always, you know, let me know I'm doing a good job at simply one mailbag at gmail.com. That's right. Uh, next week we gotta go see Black Adam. Yeah, we got like, we, we we're shitting we, on this movie so hard for well, us not and, to see it. And like last week we were like, yeah, we gotta go see it, and then we just didn't. <laughs> we didn't. We fumbled no. the bag. It was like, but that's the thing. It's like we both because it, it came to the point where you literally looked at me and you're like, we have to like, or, or no, you said I don't want to see it. Yeah, and I was like, we have, have to, go to go see, see it. it, and then you're like, when? And I think I walked away. <laughs> yeah, I was like, when? well, and it was like looking at our, we were like, yeah, we just don't have the schedule set right now. We there's no, there isn't a day that we can go see it, so we had to had to find. And I was like, you know what, I really want to talk about horror games. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with us getting outlast and things like that. But uh, side note, did we talk about that? We have. We definitely talked about that one Japanese game. Uh, you're playing the girl who works at the coffee shop. Yes, we have. Yeah, that yeah. one. That one's good. Yeah, too. that was one of my early. Um, what you've been thinking about? Yeah, yeah. Was the night shift? But actually, really briefly, really quick, plug it in here. Uh, did you see that trailer for that game called Paranormal Tales? No. I'll have to give it a watch. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah, well, that, that'll yeah. be the first thing we talk about. In yeah, the news. next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, uh, it's just a quick like one minute trailer. And I'll give it a watch. Yeah. Send me a link or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll watch it. But uh, yeah, so that's another show. Bye. Bye.